Hello, I'm Dan McDowell, longtime professional broadcaster. Why subscribe to our Patreon podcast? Well, perhaps you support our struggle to get out from under the oppressive thumb of the man. Or objectively, if you sign up at patreon.com slash thedumbzone, you'll get the two episodes per week that are available on all podcast platforms, like this one, plus an additional two episodes each week that are exclusive to Patreon. So subscribing on Patreon gets you four episodes per week. Oh my, what a bargain. Now, on to today's program. The Dumbs James Adams of TriStateFootball.com here with Coach Ryan Kanega. Coach, you get the win, 34-27. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> what? We have to take that away from him. I know. He had too much fun with it on Sunday. That and naysayer. Dude, that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's what Jake was when we were saying Saroy would look join us. We're just looking out for you. Keep that in mind. Who can fire it? That's, That's right. A, that's a really good point. I guess you two. We would never. Oh, can we have votes? Like uh, we could do like a a hostile takeover of the board. Like yeah. A, like Blake a, doesn't get a full vote. Like a coup. Come on. <laughs> you already got all the money. Yeah, you get the money, Golly. we get the votes. <laughs> 20, <laughs> a minute in. Less than that, I would bet. <laughs> so today's Jake's last day before <clears throat> this vacation third vacation of the year. <laughs> the vacation he told us about four days ago. That's, That's right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, guys. It's not true. Did I put that on the calendar? I'll but be it, out Friday, by the way. But it wasn't planned more than uh, a couple weeks ago. And you blamed the lady, which I would never do. I never pass the buck. Stops right here. <laughs> That's where the buck stops. That's right. How was your Valentine's Day, fellas? Great. My jaw's still sore. Oh, yeah? Shouldn't take that long. <laughs> you would think. It took, you know, you got to find it. And yeah. Then she's, you know, directing you to, no, no, no. To or she doesn't direct enough, and that's the problem. She's got to resort like to... How long is this going to take? Resort to the alphabet, right? The Kinnison? I've absolutely done the Kinnison. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to see, like... Uh, to varying results. <laughs> in your conceptualization of you performing the alphabet Kinnison, like, wouldn't you love to see it on, like, an Etch-A-Sketch? <laughs> see how close you are? Yeah, because I promise you it's not close. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Like that's a, a good like uh, a like a golf golf tracer. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea to invent the etch a sketch that you can only activate with your tongue. Right. What are they? Even if it somehow is perfect, you you insert a chip into her. Yeah, Elon could help. And your. then you you do your thing, and then you could see it up on the the big screen afterwards. It's like this ne- is what you did. It's like next gen stats. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Romo's Telestrator. Yeah. <laughs> Great idea, man. You know, I don't know if those are still uh, actual as a- accomplishment. This time would have been good in this time, right? Exactly, like era goal. adjusted. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if those are still popping, but what I can tell you is still popping is the the night bright. The etch a sketch is a thing. My kids had it. Yeah, but I mean that was a long time ago, though, bud. Yeah, your kids are <laughs> adults now. Yeah, they're eighty. The night bright definitely still a thing. 
What's the Nightbrite? Um, it's like a, I don't even know how to explain it, but it looks like about the size of like a Connect Four thing. Blake, can you help me here, Joel? You never had one of these? Um, I think I did. Let's see. So it's more of a retro thing? It is a retro thing, but okay. but they still, I think they're still somewhat popular. Nightbrite, light. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, what is up with your Wi-Fi recently? It's not been great. No good? No. Ever since Wired no Gucci? Wills. <laughs> Don't pick that up for me. Ever since Wired Will's house burned down, our internet is yeah. taking a hit. There was actually a, a large night bright light thing uh, at that Fort Worth Kids Museum that I told you guys about, and it was situated about 15 feet from the 9-11 memorial. Good. You could learn a lot then. You really could. Oh, yeah. These are cool. Yeah. I don't exactly know how it works, but it's like you plug stuff in and you yeah. can make shapes. It doesn't look like I would have had the patience for this, but I did see the commercials and thought, yeah, I can do that. And yeah. then found out I couldn't. Uh, I was on so, the road yesterday. Okay. No Valentine. Your seatbelt will hold you. Have I, a heart. Be safe. Drive smart. I did see the I have thought a heart this one. bit was done. Oh, no. We we I think that they you know what it is? I think it's kind of like abortion <laughs> where they were like you're good up until this date. Oh, okay. Because we did do the story that uh I believe actually like a federal agency was like, "Hey, quit screwing around with your signs." <laughs> and Tech Dot's like, "All right, well, I'm, I'm going to have to get these off before yeah, Q4." Something like that. Yeah, they got St. Patrick's Day coming up. Oh. Easter's a big one for them. Those are already written. That's like Jim Nance in the hotel <laughs> the night before. It's, it's 100% done already. But yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh, okay. I thought y'all were done with this, but okay. I don't mind it. It is very distracting. I'm sitting there trying to write it down as I'm driving. It's probably, yeah, not, it's probably not great. Yeah, it's good for the show. More more harm than good. Do you do a lot of voice text? That's what I do when I'm driving. No. I've, I've actually then, never done it. What's bad about it, then, is I don't like how it doesn't always accurately do it, so I'll, like, I have to check it then. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh nah, mm-hmm. getting a... By the way, we're on video today. How about that? And we're kind of doing an experimental thing where we're doing some things that are video-based, yet they will still be good if you are just listening. If you were an audiophile like myself, mm-hmm. I'm a foodie and an audiophile. <laughs> a foodie? You're not a foodie. Who eats the same lunch every yeah, single you go day? You the same four restaurants. Well, I like food. Okay. Well, well. We all do. Okay. Well, then we're all foodies. I just think it's funny when someone says they're a foodie. Like, oh, you're the one who likes to have really good food? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I didn't realize that. This is the basis of his uh, Bourdain hate, I think. I don't hate Bourdain. It's just... Let's just uh, look at the rating system when someone dies and not have to elevate it 80, 80 times. You should know that among anybody. You're the guy who loves to S on people when they die. Yeah, but I think he actually <laughs> – that's not true unless they were jumping out Kemp's from the 70th story of a financial district tall building on the early 2000s. Um, just I, saying, who, who who's quick to throw out a Kempspin? Is it Blake? He definitely had a weird situation. With like his girlfriend or wife, maybe had done a little reverse me tooing. Hmm. Yeah, 
And I think it uh, played in no small part to his demise at his own hand. That's interesting because you don't think of the reverse me too. The uh, Remember last week when I confidently told you that Jim J. Bullock was who invented Jump the Shark? Yeah, there was a lot of controversy about that. Well, it turns online. out it's not Jim J. Bullock, but it's a guy that looks similar to him. Do you mm-hmm. remember? I don't recall. I the got name, a lot of yeah. uh, feedback on that. It, 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 the guy with married with children and happy days is not Jim J. Bullock. But someone emailed me a detailed uh, description of Jim J. Bullock and said he doesn't really have a Kemp spin. Like he was one of the first openly gay uh, actors in Hollywood. I guess I don't know. But he was in the '80s, and he uh, he was on a show called Too Close for Comfort, and they had an episode where he was raped by two women. Hmm. And I thought, hmm. luckiest Jim J. Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting, uh, you know, uh, sitcom, uh, especially for the time, subject matter too. But you know that that was the era of. I guess the 80s and then you say early 90s was the era of every show's about a latchkey kid or every yeah. movie's about that. Divorce, yeah. No, but uh, I I credit Bourdain with Bourdain and the fact that I married someone who was pretty into it uh, with my uh, passion for travel, I suppose. We have a passion for watching travel shows. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> But hey, you're going to Europe. I'm about to go to France. About to go to France. Uh, that was part of our, I guess, Business Wednesday talk. Boy, business makes you tired, doesn't it? That was a lot. My God, I think we're, I think we're surrounding ourselves with some people that are pretty good at this business, though. It, and hopefully, can get us out of it. Thank God. <laughs> but we've been hooking up with some people that. Uh, that seem to know what they're doing. We'll see. Maybe they'll just soak us for all we're worth. Little do they know. <laughs> that ain't much. Yeah. It's like whenever you like... Uh, this is the wrong time to scam us. If you ever like uh, leave your wallet or a credit card or something somewhere and they're like, <laughs> lucky I didn't hang on to this. I'm like, see how far that gets you. Yeah. Let me see what you could do with that. The last $40 on it, your... It, it won't be much. 40 You're not doing that well? As well as I am. Not as well as Blake. No one's doing as well as Blake. Twice, at least in 10 this minutes. Room. Yeah, I'm just living lavish. <laughs> Since we're a video, I'll just show you this. Uh, and I also want to say this. If you have sent us something and I haven't acknowledged it on the air, I'm sorry. We're actually getting a lot of stuff. And yeah. uh, it's just us. We suck. We're not good at things. So if I haven't acknowledged it, um, let's just say I got it and uh, I really like it. But I did want to shout out to these guys at oakcliffsandlot.com. Ooh. This is from, uh, he says, Patty Evans, a dude. So I got all excited mm. when it was from Patty Evans and, uh, you know, started easing him down. But then it was a dude. So. Jeez. There are a lot and of then I thought, patties. you know what? I'm progressive. Maybe I'll still get excited about this. Patrick goes by Patty. Patrick who? Mahomes. I, I, oh, really? I, I didn't oh. feel like I had to. <laughs> He's friends with him. Yeah. I didn't know SpongeBob or what. Um, yeah. Anyway, he does. They do free pickup baseball games, and they're inviting us to play anytime we want. Uh, we just hang out, have a couple pops, enjoy baseball. It's not like a men's league baseball thing, and I think they uh, they use wood bats. 
We've hosted Jamie Newberg and Levi Weaver in the past. Both can bowl. I emailed Blake about playing, but he never got back to me. Unsurprising. Yeah. Yeah. And he sent us a bunch of gear. He says uh, T-shirts, and uh, he said hats for everybody except Blake, because Blake won't wear hats. What? Is that true? I think Blake is more of a hat guy than I am. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, really? Well, then no Jake and Blake, you get this hat. Oh, look at this. So we'll represent Oak, Oak Cliff. That's, that's awesome. That's our hood. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do that for just a little bit like, here. You look like Vanilla Ice. Is this a bad hat for, <laughs> for, for me? Does it work? It, it, yeah, you're yeah. killing it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, koozies, because who doesn't want another koozie? I'll tell you who, Patty. Me. Tired of koozies. Tired. Of, my, I'll my, take it. Okay. My my thing is full of uh, ticket koozies, and just anybody who's anybody makes koozies. My feel. That's on why the, I think at the dumb zone, I'm saying I don't want to ever uh, create a koozie for the dumb zone. My feel on the koozie is very similar to my thought on. Uh, plastic grocery bags Mm -hmm. it's like i either have ten thousand of them and i then you know get rid of them and then when i need one i have none so it's like i'll throw out 20 koozies a year and then i'm like you know what i'd like to keep uh this this beverage cold oh wait i threw them all out i've become guy who asked for paper at the the not everybody does that at Kroger or Tom Thumb. They they all have it, but you they just, hide it. Okay, did to if pay you more. Say I'll take no. Hmm. And I've started doing that because I told you Lib. my <laughs> my recycling. Yeah, yeah, they're picky. Uh, oh, yeah. Company won't even take plastic bags anymore. So I'm like, what's the point of being a recycling company? But I also don't think they're woke, so that's good. <laughs> that's the main thing you want with your. Your, Your recycling, recycling company will take uh, burnt-up books, but not plastic sacks. I have a couple of uh, emails or missives. One is from my architect, who you've met. <laughs> Very confused. She says, tell Jake to make sure all the hair ties are put away. Cat? Our kitten is having surgery. Oh, to have about 30 removed from her intestines. 30? Jeez. Apparently some cats eat them. Never would have thought about that, but they are everywhere. 30 hair ties. Jeez. So yeah, you got yourself a dumb cat, I think. Cat would be here today if Blake wouldn't have uh, demurred at the idea the other day and Correctly, truthfully, or incorrectly, untruthfully or not, told me that he was allergic. Could have really spiced up the show today, but... Is that true? Uh, I'm for whatever keeps the cat away. Oh, okay, so you're not really allergic. No. The cat's so chill, dude. I mean, it would just sit there. It's an amazing little uh, beast. <laughs> have you always been cat guy? <laughs> Hell no, he used I've to... never had one. I used to him. hate him. Remember, okay. he made fun of Julie for That's, her cat dying. Well, in yeah, fact, he you, said it was a better day because it was dead. I, think you, I don't think I said. I think you both mocked the death of her cat. R.I.P. Blueberry. I would never do that. Cranberry. Cranberry. I think Blueberry is the new one. Blueberry is the one you wanted to die. No, I didn't. And to be fair, I wanted Bentley to die too. So yeah, I, yeah. I've just and your own dog. Never liked cats. <laughs> this cat's different. Yeah, that's what they all say. Don't. I'm telling to you, dude. I'm telling you, it's a great cat. 
You saw it for 10 minutes. He was there for like an hour. That's right. When I go to Jake's, I just hang out. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, when are you leaving? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> We're watching some maps. Starving, dude. <laughs> just go to the fridge, grab a few things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you were to bring it over, are you going to put it in the kid's car seat and buckle it up? And No, I, but I can tell you what I would have done. I would have worn it oh, in my little baby <laughs> Bjorn. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be video. It's, uh, you're, he's to, we're thinking about the show here, and you're just thinking about your own little personal. Won't go to France. Thing. Doesn't want the cat. How long's the flight? Probably eight hours. Mm. Maybe nine. <laughs> if there's wind? I... You, I I don't know. Guess Blake. who's paying for that flight? <laughs> Who? Either the biz accounts or a sponsor. That's yeah. our, our. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. We also probably have some points on the credit card. You know. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of trying to. You talk. get your own spot on our uh, hotel room floor to sleep. It'd <laughs> 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 <That'd> be great. <laughs> yeah, you'll love it. You'll love it. Uncle Hotmail, today is my birthday. Day 10 subscribe. Oh, this is from Monday. I missed it. Somehow Hotmail went to junk. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Subscriber number 3577. That's interesting because now we can get a read on if you're like, yeah, we got 5,000 subscribers right away. Well, 3,500 after 10 days. There you go. Uh, One of the listeners from the UK. Mm. I am a Brit. Sorry, Jake and Blake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I also listen from Paris. Ooh. Um, I could a- answer questions for you guys, such as, is the United Kingdom France? <laughs> <laughs> from DF Joel. Happy birthday to Joel. We have uh, day two, number 1256 reporting. I'm turning 36 today. Let me know if you need library cards for the city of Dallas. I got the hookup. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From Raul. Raul H. That's got to be one of the least valuable hookups you could possibly <laughs> offer, but I appreciate it. Like you want a guy, right? A library card guy. Sure. Yeah. When's the last time you went down there? To the Dallas Public Library? Yeah. Never? Really? Probably. Why would he? Uh, I don't know. He used to, he used live, to live in Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe and he's a book guy or whatever. Maybe when she was real little. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Once you sort yourself through the unhoused out front. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I use the proper term. But yeah, I was but a weekly weekly grapevine library guy. It feels sure. like a uh, you didn't like have a, to pantomime it where you're just <laughs> crawling over like it's District Nine. It feels like uh it feels like a college library. The last time I was there was when I picked up all of those uh uh the accommodation books. And I kinda just like walked around for a minute. I'm like, damn, this place is great. I forgot. A lot of follow up on remote pricing. And we'll talk more, I guess, tomorrow about this, because we're trying to come to some decisions on when this steal of six ninety per remote is gonna end. Because <laughs> again, we're hiring we're surrounding ourselves. I don't know about hiring, but that would take compensation with uh, smart people who are good at business who are telling us, "You got to cut this off. We can't be doing this." Yeah, and we're like, "Yeah, but all the people who supported us so early, we're gonna we're gonna honor everything that's already out there." That's who we are. I mean, you know what? That's that's our <laughs> biggest fault. <laughs> Generosity. Uh, anyway, we were trying to find a 
what was it, a sexual position that's better, higher than 690? Uh huh. Because everything has to be a bit. Yeah. And so I guess, let's see. This guy says 818 represents two sets of boobs with a wiener in between. <laughs> okay. Supposedly. How would that even work? And then I also got what? one. Oh, okay. Two sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, where's the friction coming from? And then we got uh, 8008 because it spells boob on the calendar. Yeah, the calculator. Or calculator. Sorry, yeah. calculator. Uh-huh. Turn it upside down. It was right? 80085. Okay, boobs. Yeah. It's a popular one. Or 135. So, we're working on it. 135. Boobies. Oh, okay. At yeah. the end. I can see it, yeah. I see the vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my final email for today would be... Uh, Hello, DZ. Hate to pick on Jake. Uh-oh. Because I believe you're all equally dumb. Thank you. Huh. I have a feeling. But at the end of Friday's episode, you made a deal to swap shows that you've been pressuring each other to watch. Jake would reluctantly watch the morning show. Dan would finally watch Generation Kill. The next bit was uh, Dan playing some Country Joe in The Fish, asked if Jake and Blake had heard it. Both said no. What I was playing on Friday, if you remember, was this. Hold on. Let me turn this off and turn this on. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? This was on the Woodstock album. That my mom had hidden in the albums I'm not allowed to listen to. It was like a compilation. Yeah. Yeah. Little Hendrix. Catch a little Hendrix national anthem. A little, uh, I don't know who else was there. There's probably a lot of people there. Woodstock. Famous people. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was a fairly popular concert event. Yes. Anyway, uh, this is, let's see, day one DF Bruce, patron number 13. Wow. Hmm. Taylor. Says in episode four of Generation Kill, Ray Person. Corporal. Um, do we have the video? Can we pull it up? Yeah. We actually, he sent the clip. It's one, two, three. Why do we fight <laughs> for? Yep. Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. Oh, wow. Stop is Vietnam. Look, there's the guy from uh, five, Oz. Six, oh, yeah. Seven. Open up the pearly gates. Well, there ain't no time to wonder why. Whoopee, we all gonna die. And that's Ziggy. Well, come on, generals, let's move fast. Your From uh, The Wire? Really? And the other one is uh, Skarsgård. Oh, right there. Yeah. From Succession. From everything. So I guess what day one DF Bruce, patron number 13, is saying... Is I lied? Or I just have a terrible memory? Yeah. He also says, uh, P.S. This was going to be thrown away. P.S. More Blake. Heck yeah. Thanks, man. Heck yeah. That's a really good catch. That is a good catch. I've seen that episode 20 times, but I just didn't recognize it as like an actual song. Did he? Huh. Did he not wipe? Are they just not going to show uh, that? Uh, Blake, they're in combat. 
Oh. You moron. <laughs> so there might be like I was a, in a light wipe, but not you much. Moron. Okay. Well, that seems uncomfortable. And yeah, before- it's probably a little bit less uncomfortable than being um, targeted by enemy snipers. <laughs> if you could pick one of the two. Just a thought. It just seems like our soldiers should have some sort of wipes. You know what? I might crack open the morning show tonight, boys. Okay. What if we sent... Do you send wipes to soldiers? We should ask Joe this sometime. Oh, I definitely did. Okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. That... I mean, it's what you think it is. It's like wipes, rip fuel, and chew. Chew. Yeah. Can't send gummies? Do they check everything you send? Um, I bet they do, but I mean, I was talking to a guy... Do the that other... in the Halloween candy bit. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. I was talking to a guy the other day who did like three tours uh, in the aughts in Iraq, and he was like, man, there was booze everywhere. Which, my brother told me he never saw, like, that That was not a factor for him. Doesn't the show start with them opening mail? Yeah. With, like, uh, letters from elementary school kids. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so there's only eight episodes? I wonder if I can knock that out before Jake gets back. It moves quick, from too. From his exotic vacation. But I got a 40-episode like, watch of the morning show. I do like 15 You just need season shows. one, I think. Well, uh, you, you like Probably the, two, because we got to see him die. Dude. Jeez, bro. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, And then I had... Uh, couple other little things before we get to content. I don't know what else you guys have that's not like just massive awesome content. I mean, I was really like stoked to hear about your Valentine's days, but it appears like uh, both of you kind of did nothing. I sent her flowers at work. At work? That's a boss move. You have to do it at work. That's the problem with your wife working at home. It's like, is this is pointless. Because the only reason I was sending them to her job is so people would be like, he's not that bad. Yeah. Right. But now if it's just to home... <laughs> And the worst part is, I was there. It was before we left for our business. Did it meeting. get there? Yeah. No, I went in the day before. Oh, okay. Um, and I sent some t- uh, for my wife and for my daughter. But it's so there's just not a lot of romanticism to it. If like we're both just at home. Did you do daddy daughter dance? No, nah, we're not to that stage yet. Okay, she's definitely old enough. Well, I mean, like her school doesn't have one. No, I, Grapevine Library and stuff will host them. Oh, yeah. then I whiffed on that. That's where I would always do it. I've, I've never done one with the school. I've done it either at the Grape City of Grapevine or City of Southlake. They'll okay. both have it, and they'll usually be at the library. I will remember this 360-plus days. Yeah. it. Uh, you know, and then they'll have stuff, you know, a little craft room, whatever. You make a little, you know, you probably see some of the stuff lying around here. Uh, and then they'll have, like, you can... There'll be a huge line. Treats and stuff. And it's to go in, in a limo ride. Ooh. So you stand in line for like an hour, and then you get in a limo, and it drives you around like, you know. The parking lot. Town Square or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really yeah. far. And then you get back, and it's like the first time they've ever been in a limo. I did buy her a uh, a Ninja Turtles backpack, despite the fact that she's never actually seen the movie. She's been made aware that that was like my main thing as a kid. And so now she's really into it. Yeah, we have to push whatever we liked as kids. I actually didn't push it. I think my mom just showed her some pictures of me like dressed as a a Ninja Turtle when I was a kid. Yeah. And she like, it's really weird, dude. Even though, you know, male, female, whatever, like she 
she genuinely wants to be into whatever I'm into. We do like that, she'll watch though. she'll watch football with me and be like, "Hey, who do we want to win?" And I'm like, yeah, "Come on, like I don't want to force this on you." Like he's Brooks is like watching Scooby Doo now because that's what I watched. And yeah, I thought it was awesome. It is cool. It is cool. Hopefully, one day they can both throw craft singles onto uh, <laughs> oncoming traffic in the summer. How's the singing telegram doing? Boy, I hadn't heard about that in a long time. Why'd you send one? No. Oh, okay. I just thought that used to be a thing, right? Where you'd send it to work and they would sing your nice little little tune. I've at least heard of it, and I didn't yeah. ever know if that's like just a TV thing. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's ever done it. I would only do it if it were like Alamo art. <laughs> <laughs> just shitty. Um, so I took a bite of some food the other day. Were you about to say something? I was just going to say, I, we didn't do much. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't do anything. I, I had a buy one, get one coupon that we used last night. A little BOGO? A little BOGO. Okay. Shouldn't you always buy get one if you buy one? That's a... Oh, God. Go to Biloxi or something. If you buy Branson. one and you get one, f- an extra one, then that's now that's a BOGO. This... That's a terrible... That's terrible. a great point. This, you know, right, I've read that before. This, this moment right now is why we are not a comedy podcast. Oh, damn. That's an assault, brother. Because of that remark right there. Tell us your anecdote, Dan. Make it funny. <laughs> so, I, I mean, was it's, it's not Bogoff, it's Bogo. It's the the fu is in pride. Uh, I'm just saying, part. yeah. Logically, yeah. If you read that just for what it means. Yeah. Um so I took a bite of something the other day, and then I and I ate it, and I swallowed it, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I did a Google search, <laughs> and the search is, "How long is leftover pizza good in the refrigerator?" <laughs> because we had our Friday Kane six ninety show. No, it wasn't Kane. It was um, Beeman Pizza. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah, pizza the- that they Betsy. Betsy forced upon us, <laughs> and I acted like I didn't want it, but I was very happy to have it, sure. and uh, just kind of sat in the fridge, ate a piece every now and again, but then it was, I think it was yesterday. Ooh, you're pushing it there. Well, That's maybe it was saying that. Tuesday. Okay, it was the day before. Even yeah. Friday to Tuesday is Because eh. I walked into the kitchen, and Dan was in a cold sweat, like looking at his phone. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, so it says, uh, what, four, three to four days, I think it was. Anyway, it was day five. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should have searched this before I ate. Did you heat it up? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because in my caveman brain, I feel like when you heat something up, it kills the germs. Yeah. Well, and I thought of this because... <laughs> like if you have a hot rag. I walked in, or after Blake walked in today, I see downstairs, there's like a little thing of uh, macaroni and some rice and something else. And Blake, I'm like, do you want me to put this in the fridge for you? No, I'll just heat it up after the show. I feel like you're going to get botulism, dude, and we need you. We need you tomorrow. I think you only get botulism from meat. I think you need, you're going to get salmonella. There's some meat in there. Okay, well. That's my leftover Mo Betas from last night. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm just concerned about you. No. I mean, if I get sick. This guy, I would say he can do it. I've seen him eat so much. You yeah, know? but if you guys recall, about a couple years ago, I had a like a two-day incident. 
where I was, I, I, I'm pretty sure I got food poisoning from eating. Old food? Yeah. Hmm. For the most of my, for most of my life. I'm a big leftover guy. It's oh, weird yeah. to me when I meet people who aren't. Yeah. Like, uh, I have in-laws that are like, whenever we're leaving a restaurant, I'm like. They just throw it all away? Bucks. Yeah, they just don't. Yeah. And then, since it was Business Wednesday, I was, you know, falling asleep thinking of business ideas, as I will do. Mm-hmm. And I thought we are we we can shape the world the way we want it. You know, I can I can watch games when I feel like watching them. They they occur when I say they occur. And although we were scouting out another studio location yesterday, and I think we feel you know things are uh, going good in that direction, trending in the right direction. We could still say if we wanted to. Every Friday is Pizza Friday in the Den. Like, we don't have to go five days a week to a certain location. I mean, we can. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm not positive about this, but even if we did go to that location, I bet we could get pizza delivered there. I know, but <laughs> don't you think, like, we want to keep this as some kind of a... I do I do like the vibe for, like, uh, we're heading into the weekend. Dan doesn't want to drive there five days a week. That's fine. We'll work it out. But he's luring us here with pizza. Yeah. Or a half price sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you Bogo. You're a big pot belly bogo guy. You understand I know, I'm that. just saying when I read that I say, Boy, that's not logical. That you should obviously get one if I bought one. I would think that's just you know, the norm. Like and the sign says, What if you're right and they're wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I love our little rotating logo. I know, isn't that cool? Pet it. You can pet it and everything. Okay. Anyway. Blast it. What if uh what if we give it a double it's digi. Time for a dumb zone. Shift gears. Okay, Jake. We have a Super Bowl recap from our show. Super Bowl commercials. Micah and uh Zimmer. What do you say? Um Spin the uh, spin the no puppet wheel. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. <laughs> nice. Thing. Let's start with a little bit of a uh, Zim. Okay. Uh, did the press conference yesterday. I thought it was kind of weird that neither Jerry or Stephen were there. Seems like something Jerry would have been there for, but I don't know where he's probably got something going on. Whatever it is, Manny Pacquiao's fighting, the X Games, the lawsuit, <laughs> the lawsuit. Yeah, might have been in court. Maybe a blood. You know. Infusion. Yeah, he's a, got a blood boy. Eighteen-year-old yeah. Norwegian. Um, but it was just McCarthy and Mike Zimmer, and uh, and you know it was interesting because for a couple reasons. The first one is that it was just the two of them. The second one is the Cowboys have started doing this bit with their uh, press conferences, which makes me kind of uncomfortable. I don't know if you've seen this pulling audio, Blake. They cut to the reporter when they ask a question. And they're like in 4K. That's recent. I they definitely were not doing that for the whole season. But now, like here's John Machoda with like a tight shot in a lower third. In a lower third. So like, like they a, know who's coming up. Uh, I think they just have somebody like uh, Laughing Video Man who just immediately is on it. Okay, nice. It's just weird. It just it looks like a TV show almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everybody gets the lower third. No, not everyone. <laughs> you got to be one of the top five. That's you what you be, get with the great Tad. That's right. Yep. Uh, so this I thought was interesting as far as uh, McCarthy, who got the first couple questions on 
what the coaching search was like. Something's playing already. Playoff time. Oh. About matchups. That- you know what? Mm-hmm. WFA, your website, I don't love it. Here we go. Well, I've always had uh, such great respect for Mike. You know, we've competed against each other so many times over the years. I mean, even going back to New Orleans when Mike was coordinating here in Dallas and, and obviously our time in the NFC North. So, you know, really just going through the whole process, you know, post, you know, uh, announcement of Dan uh, getting the Washington job. You know, we kind of had two buckets that we that we looked at as far as individuals that they were tied to the existing defense, and then uh, looking at former former head coaches with something that you know, if you point points to my history, is is a preference that that I, I feel was very important. And um, and then you know, having a chance to sit down and talk to Mike, and you know, and I'll let him talk about his time off and so forth. But just just a, I just think it's an incredible fit for us. So I thought that was pretty interesting because. They did, like he said, sorted it in two ways. Like, are you familiar with the Dan Quinn primarily cover three, cover one, base package? We're going to play a lot of dime, a lot of big dime. Maybe you were on the staff before. Maybe you worked with Quinn before. Or, and I believe this is an area where probably Jerry and Mike McCarthy's uh, preferences align, is I want a guy who's like 60 and proven. It would probably even help if I already had like worked with the guy in some capacity before. You know, we used to say this about like Lincoln Riley when there were rumors about him going to the NFL and oh Jason Garrett's gonna get fired. It's like, dude, the Cowboys would never do anything like that. Not since he hired Jimmy from Exactly. And like you could even as an unproven. sort of make the case about Garrett, but Garrett was a legacy cowboy. And he had been the OC for three or four years when they uh, promoted him to head coach. He was already on staff, you know. They This is the type of hire. And at the same time, I think at first glance it's easy to look at it and be like, oh, this is just another good old boy Jerry hire. Um, but in the column I wrote for D Magazine the other day, dmagazine.com slash sports, I really don't think that's what it is. I think Mike Zimmer's good, and he's proven himself to be really good against the Shanahan coaching tree, which obviously has been whipping the Cowboys' ass over the last few years, whether it's either LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Mike McDaniel, and Zimmer's produced pretty good results against those teams. So, I, Yeah, I, I like the number one thing he said there. It's kind of like the – we're not hiring a guy – this goes back to our – we really liked uh, the Belichick and Saban documentary when they talked about we do things a certain way. We don't hire someone and now we just change the way we do them. Yeah. Because that's the the kind of coordinator you are. Um, which is a new way of the Cowboys to do things. Like it's interesting that they now have a way to do things because I think when they brought Dan Quinn in, they said, "Hey, what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> we'll hire the kind of guy you want." But. I do like that if you have a way you do things. It seems the franchises who do that are pretty successful. And then I never thought that about McCarthy, but I do know he, you know, just off the top of my head, I know he hired Dom Capers, right, as a coordinator. Yeah. He had been a head coach before. Mike Nolan was a head coach. Okay, Mike Nolan. That makes sense. Dan Quinn. And you think about that. That's interesting. I'm reading the Belichick, a one of the Belichick books out there uh, right now, 
And there's a lot of talk, you know, once he – after the Cleveland experience and then once he ended up uh, – then he went to the Jets and then he went back to uh, New England. He had some of his same players come with him and they couldn't believe the difference in him. Like, you actually do learn a lot. Sure. And so if you're going to hire a first-time head coach, you're going to have a lot of – you're going to have growing pains. It, seemingly, everybody, maybe Sean McVay is a very rare example of somebody who seemed to jump right into it and be fine. But perhaps, you know, you got to even think he's learned something along the way. Oh, no doubt. I think it's more common now for you to be able to be a little bit more successful early on just because the lower ranks – scheme-wise, are filtering up more. I mean, Shanahan was pretty successful pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so I think that's part of it is that the NFL is, is morphing. Um, but it's interesting you bring that, that point about Belichick and his former players coming back to play for him because, as we all know, Zimmer was retained when Bill Parcells became the head coach. And that was like a huge badge of honor that it's like, hey, Parcells wants his own guys – Players and coaches, right? We hear about the Parcells guy. And the fact that he kept Mike Zimmer was just like, again, huge badge of honor. And I feel like in this clip, he sounds exactly like Bill Parcells. And it's 90 seconds, so we can stop and start. Jeff Colton, Fox 4. Mike, welcome back. Uh, two questions for you. You spent some time at the college level the last two years. Can you talk did you guys even know that? With Dion. Yeah. I didn't that even who know did? that. Zimmer was like a consultant for uh, Jackson State and Colorado. Okay, I kind of remember hearing something like that. And he'll get into this here. Like, he wasn't okay. at practice, you okay. know. But yeah, he consultant coached, is what we want to do. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but he coached Dion in Dallas, and they've stayed in uh, such close contact that Dion brought him in to be like a quality, uh, quality control consultant. Can you talk about your connection with Dion and, and what your style is for connecting with young players today? Yeah, well, uh, first thing is, is that, you know, Dion and I connected here many, many years ago. I didn't know him at all. Um, you know, the first time I met him, uh, you know, he basically had an entourage with him and, you know, the change and all the stuff. And we've, we've become unbelievably great friends. Um, you know, he's... I haven't spent as much time at, at uh, Jackson State in Colorado as people think. Um, quite honestly, I was at Jackson State two days, and I have never been to Colorado. But we talk on the phone a lot. He asked me a lot of questions about coaching and, and play, coaches and coaching and, Coach and different Tell things. Me about but, um, you know, so, and, and as far as the second question, um, you know, there's a reputation out there that I'm a jerk or something like that which and I think this is the most important part of the press conference because this is what I was wondering about when they hired him like Dan Quinn despite the fact that he's like kind of looks like Dan Campbell and he's all big and badass he feels like not to say he's not going to coach you hard but he kind of feels like your buddy you know his hat's on backwards he's up there shouting MFs and I know I've heard Micah talk about like Coach Quinn will DQ's my guy, though. point out like four plays that went wrong in practice and highlight those, and I like that. But Zimmer's a little bit different, and so this is the part I was most interested in. A jerk or something like that, which you know, back it up just a little bit. There's a reputation out there that I'm a jerk or something like that, which hey, it is what it is, I guess. But um, but you know, since I since I 
since it was announced that I was going to be here, I've heard from so many players that played for me. Uh, uh, players here, not just defensive backs, but linebackers and defensive linemen uh, texted me and said how happy they are for me. And I think if I was such a jerk, I wouldn't be hearing from those guys. Secondly, you were part of the last. Oh, I thought that was two questions. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was an interesting thing to leave to leave in there because he's like, I'm not a jerk, and the guy's like, <laughs> he's like, you already asked two questions, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm not a jerk to the players. No, no, that's and, but that's what Parcells used to say, right? Was that hey, if I'm such a if people hate me so much, why are these guys calling me when they're 40, 50, 60 years old or whatever the case might be? Probably not 60, but you know what I mean. And but that wasn't even a question, though, was it? He just thought, I'm going to bring that up? Well, I think what he said was – I think what Jeff Kolb said was, "What is your? how does your style relate to the younger player of today? Mm, okay, yeah. And, and I think yeah, that's Zimmer thing, kind of yeah. internalized that as like, you think it means that I can't talk to a 23-year-old. And I think that's a question. Yeah. Um, one more here. And then he said that your style is to not be someone who is your friend. This is uh, Classic Doney. And he is referring to an article uh, where Darren Woodson was quoted pretty heavily about how much he loved playing for Zimmer. Is to get the best out of you. How would you describe your coaching style? Has it evolved at all over the years? Or are you still the same guy you've been your entire career? Well, I think these guys that have been here saw me 18 years ago, they've evolved. Otherwise, they wouldn't be sitting there. And I think I've evolved too, or otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here. But, um, you know, I, I'm demanding. I try, I try to get the best out of the players. But, you know, to me, there's a difference. You know, I had one player who was a, a terrific player, and you could not yell at him. You had to put your arm around him. You had to talk to him, whisper. He didn't like to be reprimanded in front of people. And so that's what I did with him, and he became a, a terrific player. Other players, you know, I'd get after, and, you know, I'd probably know some of the names. One of them was here. Um, but uh, like, I'll say it to him, Pac-Man Jones, right? He he gives me the biggest hugs now when I see him. But I, I you know, you know, we ha we've had our our issues, you know, going back and forth, and um, you know, uh, you know, I think everybody's different. You try to you try to hit the button, however it is is to make them better. Now, I left that last little part in there because, of, as we've noticed in press conference, when people start to get emotional or a little bit, like, nervous, they start doing the knock. And you can hear him, like, in you know, shake voice. Uh, you know, I think everybody's different. You try to you try to hit the button however it is, is to make them better. Huh. Listen. <laughs> That's interesting. He got shake voice multiple times, which, you know. About the thought of players, players reaching out to him and about, yeah, how uh, much uh, he cares. Yeah, and like the way that he's perceived. He also referenced something of uh, – which I didn't have time to look into, but that he had some sort of family situation in the last couple of years that he was able to, I guess, be more present for, maybe a parent or something like that. Um, Somehow overcome that with the help of his Instagram hot. I think they broke up, but oh. – But, uh, yeah. Instagram's a big – I see out there. I though. do believe that that woman was younger than his daughter, who he referenced multiple times because they uh, they live in the area, and she has twins. Okay. And I'm like, all right, dude. 
<laughs> Instagram, uh, Instagram hot for a. I think it matters. Plus year old man who sometimes wears an eye patch. Yeah, it definitely matters how old you what? are. You never seen the eye patch? I guess not. Look it up. He coached well, wearing an eye patch. I like that a lot. You know, I think coaches who fail, and maybe this goes back to Belichick's first time in Cleveland. You're everybody is treated the same. Yeah, and that's just is not the way it is. And uh, here's a think about Jimmy <laughs> part right from that that Belichick book says uh, Belichick had one high maintenance issue to deal with. This is during their first Super Bowl with the Patriots. Lawyer Malloy was complaining about the size of his hotel room. His coach solved the problem by giving the safety his suite, complete with a jacuzzi and treadmill that had been installed specifically for Belichick. Once that crisis was averted, the Patriots were in a favorable, favorable place spiritually and emotionally. Wow. Like prepping for the Super Bowl that week in New Orleans. That's awesome. And you would never, if you think of Bill Belichick, you know, yeah, stoic, my way or the highway. Yeah, you're, yeah. We, we, I cut players. I, I, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I got rid of Tom Brady too early. And yeah, so yeah, but he's clearly you need to requesting jacuzzis and treadmills in his hotel room. The jacuzzi was probably already there. Yeah, the treadmill probably had to be. But it's retrofitted. where Belichick would would work prep, and, and yeah. Yeah, you don't have – I mean, most coaches, I feel like, use a team facility at least for a a nice walk. They can't go outside and jog. They can't go down to, like, the common gym. But also, not just that, but just – Although the, I did every, see Jim Montgomery there one time. <laughs> every player needs to – you know, some guys learn visually. Some guys learn by doing. Some sure. guy, You know, and, and that's got to be a pretty difficult thing for a football coach with so many players – to, you know, try to pinpoint how, you know, what's the best way for this guy to get the best out of this. But I suppose you're really doing that with the guys you know have the most amount of talent. You're like, well, okay, I'm going to really figure out how to deal with him. You know, it's really, it's just like any other job, right? It's like any other form of management where you have to figure out different ways to communicate with different people. The only difference I would say is that in pro sports and particularly in the in the NFL, you're talking about like 60 dudes who could all beat anybody's ass on the street <laughs> and they're all super teed up and make a ton of money for the most part. So you're just way closer to the margins of like, I can't screw this up. You know, if your boss at your sales job is a, kind of a jerk to you and it makes you not want to work that hard, like it's not that big of a deal. You kind of get over it. But if you're lawyer Malloy <laughs> or Tom Brady, it can be a big deal. So I'm just going to play you one thing from uh, this Micah podcast, and then we can move on to our Super Bowl stuff. It's weird because, as we talked about before, Micah has a podcast that is uh, produced and, I guess, presented. By the way, do you saw the eye patch? Yeah, it's not like a pirate one. No, it's like an injury It's like a one. bandage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought he was coaching like a pirate. It's still a patch. Why does he have a parrot? What? Yeah, we shouldn't be a comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Micah will put these episodes out. It's usually once a week. It's called The The Edge with Micah Parsons. But I started seeing these clips of him talking to CD and him talking to Jordan Love. And then I went to the podcast feed and they weren't on there. 
Where they are is on Max.com, formerly known as HBO. <laughs> oh. Because they have a partnership with Bleacher Report, and eventually you're going to have to pay like an extra $9 a month to get the sports tier. Because they're going to run live games. They have all these, you know, sports shows that will no longer be a part of regular HBO. Um, so Micah had like three or four episodes on here that I think he did at the Super Bowl that are not on the podcast app. You have to have Max to uh, watch this. So I watched, <laughs> what, three weeks after the Packers dismantled the Cowboys' defense, if that, he just sits there with the opposing team's quarterback that just sent him home, and they talk for an hour. And uh, this is pretty much the meat of what's been making the rounds. Share your analysis with the game. Like, you know, youngest team to make the playoffs since 1978 – um, what was your game plan? Like, what was your game plan? Is y'all? Yeah, what was go y'all win. Game? That was our game plan, man. We better go win. Better go beat these boys. I mean, obviously, <laughs> y'all y'all execute the game plan, but what, what was the strategy? Like, who was y'all trying to eliminate? What was like some of the keys that y'all picked on? Uh, like, show us how you your growth, how you dissected the game, mm-hmm. what you thought we were in. Um, obviously, made it, uh, some great plays extending with your legs, mm-hmm. but just dive into what was your strategy. Uh, philosophy of how to, you know, break down our defense. Okay, before he gets to the answer, just imagine this happening any time in previous sports mm-hmm. history. I mean, I guess the closest thing I can think of is like when Draymond was podcasting during the series with the Mavs and talking about Luka. But this is just an entirely new era, man. It's like best player on one side, best player on the other side. And like this is the sort of thing that Magic and Bird would do 25 years later. Right, later. Yeah. Never two weeks later. Insane. Like, I'm sitting here thinking that he should not answer this question. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm sitting here thinking he shouldn't be on, be on this podcast. Right, yeah. Like, I'm thinking his coach is like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man, I think that the key for us going to the game was we, we needed to run the ball. Like That was a huge thing. Obviously, we played y'all the year before, and I felt like we ran the ball pretty well. So, um, just going against y'all, I'm like, I'm not trying to talk, but I, y'all, y'all linebackers, you know, I think y'all had a DB playing linebacker. Um, I don't know, but, like, that was our goal was to be able to run the ball, and it was going to set everything else up. And obviously, uh, I think y'all biggest weapon is y'all pass rush. And so, um, great DBs over there, too, but I feel like they rely on the pass rush. You know what I mean? When you've got a great pass rush, you you thinking the quarterback going to get the ball out of his hands quick. And so, we were able to, you know, take advantage of that by, you know, getting some chips on you, slow you down a little bit. Uh, D. Lawrence, slow him down a little bit, but man, I knew I was gonna have to hang in that pocket, take a couple hits from you, take a couple hits from those guys. Um, but I, the guys we had at receiver, man, I, I was confident that they were gonna go out there and um, do what they needed to do against the IDBs, man. Sure. man. But, yeah, man, why was Aaron following me all game like that, bro? Let's talk about Aaron Jones here, who really did kind of do a number on Micah. Yeah, man, why was Aaron following me all game like that, bro? Aaron Jones? Yeah, I, I did we, not expect that out bro, of him. Bro, well, that's the thing. Our game plan, like, we, we have specific play calls where it's like, all right, we chipping, we're going to get the tight end, the running back chipping. You, we got, you know, stud jet protection where we, we going after the stud, man. You and But he's literally exposing the terms of their playbook right now. Yeah. Jonesy in that game, bro, he did some phenomenal stuff. It was sometimes we was doing play action stuff where he just – he, he checking for, like, the nickel coming off the edge, and if he's not coming, he's supposed to get on his route. And my fault. And he would feel you beat 
one of our, our old linemen, and he would just bro, instinct I, just just go to chip you and help and protection. Bro, it was unbelievable. Like it was on most of those inside rushes. I was like, no way he's supposed to be there, like, bro. He was not. He, and that's just that's just the player he is, where he's at in, in the league, man. To 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 know how good of a rusher you are and just be able to pick you up and, and help. You know, give me some time back there because nah, there was a couple of them. If he wouldn't have did that. I don't know, bro. That, like, I don't like, know. Like, I'm coming up to the sideline, like, yo, like, what, like, what is going on? Like, that was tough. Like, I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I saw him yesterday. I was like, bro. I, like, I was like, I don't know if he was supposed to do that. Like, he was just doing that. Like, he freestyling out there and, and, and picking up and doing some great things. And he, he Jonesy, not the biggest dude, bro. Nah, he not. A, but he got a lot of heart, bro. Nah, he bro, did. He, he got a lot of heart right there. He did. I, I, was, I was like, that was tough. That was, that was, that was, that was tough. So yeah, Mike is saying he's coming back to the sidelines, like. He's not supposed to be blocking me. Like, we've watched this on film. Why is he in here right now? And he's just sitting there talking to the opposing team's quarterback as they're both just kind of talking through. You know, they're probably going to play again. This is insane. I can't believe it's <laughs> happening, and I love it. I know. Like, it's great. Yeah. And, and, there's a- and, and like, you guys, I, th- I, I don't know, when you just say, like, I, I think their coaches probably hate it. Dude, what are you doing? And, and see, that's the thing. Like, like, what would Belichick say to this? And I feel like Micah kind of had a little bit of a uh, substitute teacher situation where Quinn was gone for like there was yeah. like a two week gap before Zimmer got hired. Because I'm pretty sure Mike Zimmer. And if you have Max, you should go watch the whole thing because it's fascinating. They well, go I'm, through, I'm like, more co- for Micah saying it than, but but hey, Jordan Love, don't tell everyone what we do. I would think so. Yeah. But I, I some of some of it seemed pretty basic. Like, yeah, we all knew we run the ball. Yeah, they're very. Yeah. That's a weakness. Cowboy linebackers, their strength is running. Okay, that should be something we're okay. Then I'll play you this one. Then uh, I'll do one more. This one's a little bit shorter. And this is Micah talking about uh, what they call coverages under Dan Quinn. He does have a little bit of a uh, an out here that Quinn is gone. So anything he's giving away here is probably going to change. Allen. Like that's what we call like cover three. Okay. Like, give, me, give me another call. Um, you know this this don't matter because we got we new writing, Are we writing this? Oh, we yeah, got new, new BC. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm giving you the <laughs> okay, scoop okay. for a whole different team. Okay. Now. Maybe we play who? Washington Commanders. Yeah. 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 Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe we play them in the future. I'll take these notes <laughs> down, man. You know, but it might be a whole different city now because he it's not Texas no more. <clears throat> like so, all of the oh that's Texas what that's what, that was a code so word like, for him. So we'll have like Waco. That'll be a check to like a three by one. Like if you had speed at three. So if we was in like a regular cover three, we'll check the Waco and the safety would come down strong. Mm-hmm. The three by the fast three. Mm-hmm. Like, so it'll be like it's Texas coverages. Like, you know coverages and all that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's great. He's like telling you. Yeah. We named all of our coverages out of Texas. Uh, you know, Allen Waco. I whatever. love all of that, man. And Jordan loves like. Are we writing this down? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> So, anyways, it's a very fascinating listen. It's a definitely a different era, he's, you know. He's such a baby. He he is. Why are you guys chipping me? Why are you chipping me? Where, why was? Why can't you? Yeah, let I get, didn't expect that. Why, was Joe, just, why, why can't you let me get a sack? Yeah, let me dominate. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Having adjustments. What's wrong? All right, let's do some drainage, and then we'll play uh, stuff from our Super Bowl coverage. Doesn't Mike Shanahan have half a tattoo that if Kyle, okay, Kyle Shanahan, sorry, yeah, he has half a tattoo that matches up with someone else's half a tattoo. No, he has a full tattoo. 
um, that he, Rod Babers, Chris Sims, and I want to say one or two other Longhorns all have. Rod Laver? Rod Laver? <laughs> like it's just about, just for their special friendship? Yeah. <laughs> and when they all put them together, it makes like a penis? That's, yeah. the, the, yes. the legend has grown <laughs> far beyond. When they all um, press them together. They have to do a human centipede. <laughs> Nux in, boys! <laughs> when they do a, hu- a human centipede, it turns into a Wait perfect a penis. What if I can get... <laughs> That's a perfect one. I'm like. in. By the, by the fourth quarter, yeah. if I can get someone up here... Yeah. To give us all a tattoo, like a 15-way, and we all, yes. it'll, it'll form some kind of cool thing. As long as mine links to Jake. Well, Dan, I've Dan, seen you try to right. order pizza before, and there's no way in hell it'll be here by the end of the game. Get him an iPad. I can get this done. No way, dude. Order pizza. All I do is mention it to YouTube. The tat tracker. I can't. You were so right on that whole thing. Nice. You were impossibly right on the whole the thing. Tat the pizza thing was mad. He's in route. It says he's in route. You're listening to The Dumb Zone. You don't want to dig up things uh, of the past, but I do think a lot of people were anticipating, hey, once this six-month uh, fog lifts, you're going to... The dog just took your napkin. Oh. Literally. <laughs> Moron dog. <laughs> he literally... <laughs> Here, boy. <laughs> That was uh, life imitating art. <laughs> imitating life. Imitating life. <laughs> No. Well, you lean into that P. It's like puppet. It's great. It is great. I guess. Thanks. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I I don't remember it. I hear it every day, and I still love it. (laughs) Um. Well, that makes two of us (laughs) of the three. All right, so let us recap the Super Bowl. Super Bowl number... Super Bowl. Do we remember? Do we know anymore? Was it L-V-I-I-I, so 58? Is that right? That doesn't seem right. Feels like 53 is the right. I was going to say 53, yeah. What do you think? Why, Why are we the way that we are? Okay, well... Who cares? Yeah, man. Nothing matters. So um, let's start by looking at some of the Super Bowl commercials, and then I want to play some stuff from okay, our. I was exactly right. It's fifty-eight. Yes, it's not fifty-three. Damn, it's like two boobs. The eight, <laughs> yeah, sideways. So um, it, it is kind of like a ridiculous thing that like it's the only use for Roman numerals in current society, yet they stick to it. Like, is there going to be a point where they just give up on that? Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl? Well, probably no. not the Super Bowl. Super Bowl will always keep going. Yeah. But it'll be flags. It's a uh, There's an L in there. That's right. Yeah. All right, back to you. I, I think the Super Bowl gives up on the Roman numerals. At some point, they have to. Yep, there's the hat removal. <laughs> it's going to be too Came a little later than normal. Yeah. yeah. I like that hat, though. It's a nice hat. So uh, we didn't really watch the commercials because we were doing, you know, destroying, yep. doing a Super Bowl stream. And so I went through all of them this morning and brought out some of my favorites and some that I thought you would like or be annoyed by. Let's start with this. 
Pickleball is basically tennis for babies. Are you annoyed by this? For, for a number of reasons. Wiffle tennis. Okay, why? Yeah. Oh. Babies. Yeah, I think that's, I just think that's such a cheap move. I, I like the E-Trade kids. <laughs> they went away for a while. They're babies talking about investing. But somehow Grant Hill is here. Yes, there's odd cameos throughout these Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, they don't really introduce him as Grant Hill. But babies, uh, babies talking. I remember the first one. Yeah. Twenty years ago or whatever, and it was like, oh my god. And then, and then the How next year, that. it was like a you know an animal talking, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, what's going on here? I think it's a bad bit. I think it's cheap. I think it's like a fart drop. You know, doesn't take a lot to uh, to pull off. And then obviously just the the uh, uh, penetration of pick, pickleball to current society is not something that I'm all that on board with. So yeah, I, I did not like that one. Coors Light. Is it thought of as the cool beer? Um, it probably because depends on who you ask. And go what ahead part, and fire the Coors Light. Light country one. you're in, because you have your Budweiser, Is and they're very iconic. Anyone want a Coors Light? Yeah, but this is like badass in your like Budweiser seems to be yes the old Regal. school. Yeah, it's uh, you know they carry themselves with a lot of dignity, and Coors Light is acting like they're the. Oh, shoot, I forgot to play the song. Somehow, LL Cool J involves. Right, and nobody knows who he is, so you have to say thanks, thanks LL, LL Cool, cool J. Because nobody said the last thing he's Hill. done. Yeah. Uh, that's not, dude, that's because you're out of, like, network television. Oh, he's on, like, a show. Like CSI or something. Okay. Or something. Yeah. He was yeah, on one of those for a long time, shows. which probably was watched by, like, 18 million people a week. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's it, so. Here's the thing from uh, the Harold and Kumar extreme guys. That's what I yes, when, extreme when a thing busts through the. But the the difference though is, and this is probably a little bit too much, like beer industry minutia. You're thinking of Budweiser, not Bud Light. Bud Light will also do like wacky commercials. Oh, okay. Budweiser, like when they're just advertising Anheuser Busch and Budweiser, like the legacy brand. That's they're, when you get like. You're wearing a suit. Clydesdale. Clydesdales. You're, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the one they had. It was yeah. Clydesdale. But I'm pretty sure every light beer is trying to be the extreme Harold and Kumar guys. Trying to kick ass. In some way, shape, or form, yeah. Okay, T-Mobile, it and says. sometimes they just hire a trans person and have a former uh, 90s rock star shoot all their <laughs> all their product with a, an assault rifle. Yeah, well, that works too, right? And sometimes they hire, they hire Shane. T-Mobile um, has it says the guys with Scrub from Scrubs, but as you'll see, boy, these guys are perennial players. You see now. Jason mm-hmm. Momoa here, but also, sorry, party's canceled. Wait on the. Do you remember what we were talking about on the stream? First, no, while we were liquored up watching this. Do you remember, Blake? <sighs> Give me a sec. Um, Think of Jason Momoa and how big he is. Yes. The subject matter was you don't want to date a girl after Jason yeah, Momoa yeah, yeah. dates her. Yeah. And I think that because she won't know you're in. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I would stand by that. Um, and yeah. It's the, again, to reference Shane. It's now, the Navy, who's this the guy? Seal. Who? Who's the Scrubs guy? What's his? 
both of them. It's both of them. Yeah, I mean that show. Is was... Jason Momoa's on Scrubs? No, 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 no. No, who's the other guy? The the white Scrubs guy. It's the two guys from Scrubs. What's his name? I don't know. Yeah, what's up? Zach Braff. There Zach you go. Braff. Okay. Garden State. I'll date his woman. Yeah, no problem. After him. Yeah, no problem. That commercial sucked. You know what? Do you remember what they did last year? To reference a, a topic that came up when our our guests were here on Tuesday, they did uh, Greece with uh, Travolta. Oh, okay. Do you recall that? I don't remember it at all. I thought that was the uh, Saturday Night Fever one. No. Well, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Or that was earlier this year. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but it's all running. They're like basically living off of a Super Bowl commercial every year now. Verizon, not to say or no, me, whatever. I, not to say that they don't like still probably do some sort of like, <coughs> you know, character acting or something like that. But I haven't seen Zach Braff in a movie in a long time. But like you know, they were friends on the show, and they've now been able to kind of like parlay that into people recognize us to get. It's very like uh, Farley and Spade almost, where it's like if you see both of us together, you feel good about it. Zach Braff, Garden State? Yeah. I said that a minute ago. but Oh, I'm sorry. Overrated. <laughs> Highly. But... Because that's all I heard about for like a year. Oh, you got to see Garden State. <laughs> the thing is, man, there was a time, and I was in the era, where if you wanted to get a handy... <laughs> <laughs> Tell her you love Garden State? You just had to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth that, probably. Yeah, I would I'll say it was right on the line. I'll say anything. Yeah. So this is a BMW. It's better than going to church. Uh, let's go to BMW. This one is just a no. nice ride. It's the real deal. I enjoyed it. Electric. It's not it's great. The real deal. Christopher Walk. <laughs> everybody, Christopher Walken meets, imitates him, which probably is. Enjoy your coffee. <laughs> not that far off. Your dog's so cute. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, so adorable. Yeah, wow. Yeah, right. It's kind of a guy you think... Everyone thinks they can... You know, like, you think you could do an, a, a decent Arnold Schwarzenegger it's, imitation, there's, right? There's five of them Hello, or so. Harry Carey. Work for you. Yeah. Arnold, Walken, yeah. Trump. Did someone say yeah? And then the odd usher. Don't you got somewhere to be? Yeah. The Usher, uh, of course, oh, because Usher has a song called "Yeah." There's only yeah, one yeah. Christopher Walken yeah, and only yeah, one yeah. ultimate driving machine. I now present to you the Dumb Zone Award for worst commercial during the Super Bowl. Hit the Google AI. For many people with blindness or low vision. By the way, is this guy doing a walking? Easy way to capture daily life. One face crop. Move your phone down. One face I just thought it was a bad commercial. Why did I think that? I don't know. But, um... Dinner for one. Let's see, did I write any notes one on that one? Look who's here. I just wonder... Okay, now, we got a buddy who could use this. Blind Josh. Yeah. How many people are really needing this? Why did he have to sit that close at the football game? <laughs> All right. Steve, How many people Stevie need... Stevie Wonder courtside... It just feels like we're. This is really narrow casting. We we could do this better in another forum, and I could save a lot of money. Yeah. Capture life. So I think they're. Oh, I think they skipped a. 
guided frame only on Google Pixel. The, the, the or instead of worse commercial, <laughs> you wanted to see him like blurrily humping uh, his. It, it, his uh, you know what little, I think? I read. Lower. I read my <laughs> notes wrong. Uh, now you're in there. Now it's in there. <laughs> One behind in frame. <laughs> I actually read my notes wrong. They did skip an important step. Yeah, behind. I was gonna say, no, you put it in her behind. Yeah. Whoa, that's not how that happens. No. So I I read my notes wrong though. It's the wokest commercial. Wokest commercial. Because it's uh, for a blind guy, and then the blind guy is married to a black girl, and it's like all like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm on board with you, Google. You know, it's interesting because... Uh, I want to fire my gun at that commercial. I feel like what Google's doing there, although you're right about the narrow casting, what they're doing is just trying to show you how impressive their technology is and how it could be applied in like all walks of life. I would say supreme narrow casting would be like radio ads that are just for uh, blind people. Yeah. That ran a lot. And didn't really provide you with any like oh did we run a lot of those the day? It was nonstop. It's just too woke for me. And it wasn't helping like, blind at least people with Google. Like they're selling the idea that we could do this and help you in other places. This medication or whatever it was was just for blind people. It's not like it could also help you with cloud computing. I don't know though. Don't you think blind people probably listen to the radio more? Just the that is true in I, general. Yeah. yeah, I had a good. Yeah, I would call him a friend. Ned. Who listened to a lot of radio. Oh, yeah. Like, he, they certainly would listen to the games more than watch them. Well, he would call me, um, you know, and a lot of people know this story, but he would call me. I was the board op for the Stars games, and he would call me at the end of every game. Could be game one, could be game 82, and say, uh, did the Stars make the playoffs? And he's like, I listen to every game. I'm like, there's a lot of season left. Yeah, then you should know, dude. You would think. Yeah. And then uh, TC and I went and saw him at a, a place for blind people in Fort Worth, which was uh, both heartwarming and um, I feel like I said heartwarming, like a heartworm. It, was, it, it made me feel good, but also I felt bad about the fact that the second I walked out of the place... I started laughing uncontrollably about the idea that we just watched 20 blind people try to feed themselves in a cafeteria. <laughs> it goes about like you think it would. They all... <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> it's a bit of a mess. But they were uh, all super, super nice and were like, hey, do you want to, you know... I don't know. It was it was really cool, but it was also... Like, like things padded and like... Oh, yeah. You walk in and everything? Yeah. yeah. And he had like five radios in his room. Did you like move some? Move yeah. some furniture. Yeah, pull the chair. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was cool. But yes, they do listen to quite a bit of radio, in my experience. Okay, now this, I was telling you about during the commercial. You hadn't heard about this, but it was Uber Eats. So this is the one that did not air during the Super Bowl. Um, see if you can pick out what was complained about in this commercial. Okay. And what uh, was actually deleted for the one that aired in the Super Bowl. This is Uber Eats. Thank you. I didn't know you could get all this stuff on Uber Eats. Yeah. Did I remember that? Well, There's Jennifer Aniston. In order uh-huh. to remember something, you got to forget something else. Make a little room. And that's how I remember Uber Eats has coffee, by forgetting something else. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> a what? Remember <laughs> when you used to be a pepper lady? Wasn't it the cinnamon sisters? Basil babes? Paprika girls? No, is that a Spice absurd. Girl? Jen. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> 
It's Ross. Oh, uh, Rachel doesn't okay. remember him. Have we met? There's jelly Did someone doodle on my face? I'm so glad I remembered Uber Eats has office supplies, but I feel like I forgot something. Not wearing pants. Yeah. There's peanuts and peanut butter? It's not coming off! Oh, it's <laughs> the primary ingredient. Give me a peanut butter. together for 10 years? 10 years? Yeah. You were great. You still don't know, do you? I don't. Right. Okay. Do you remember when I told you the deleted scene? <clears throat> it had something to do with Ross and Rachel. I hope I get to play the halftime show someday, man. No, think woke. Be woke. Be put on your woke hat. Uh, no pants in the office. That doesn't seem like that's that. No, something we can't joke about. But you guys were wasted on peanut Sunday. allergies, the dude. I don't peanut know. Allergies. Oh yeah, so much yeah, going yeah, on. yeah, yeah. The the peanut. Peanut yeah. council or whatever so is like. Uber Eats has office supplies, but I feel like I forgot something. Yeah. Yeah. There's so you said. Okay. Yeah. You're jogging my memory a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was complained about by National Peanut something and Jeez. for making fun of it. Yeah, and then like that's just not a joke. That's not yeah. something to joke about. People actually die. There's like, I and I swear to God though, I read the story. It was like 13 people. Thirteen Americans die annually from a peanut allergy. Like, yeah, sharks are. That doesn't seem like. Yeah, it seems like. It it, it now we can't I now mean, we can't joke about lightning. I don't I don't know if this was like a thing whenever you were, uh, whenever your kids were my kids' ages, but it's they remind you about it quite a bit. Oh yeah, you. Cannot, oh yeah, and I, I don't care. I'd never even heard of it. You cannot bring any food to school when you were a kid. No, I didn't right, know anybody. Me neither. And I'm not like making light of it. I think there's probably reasons why. Like maybe some kids before just were undiagnosed. I feel like every time we talk about this, we get like a dissertation on it. Um, but yeah, I they're pretty hardcore about it. Yeah, it's just not something I'd ever heard of. And I also don't think that uh, had that commercial remain unedited, that more people would have died. Um, this well, it's because you mock it. It's because you mock it. This right? commercial was voted. <laughs> Number one from the downstairs party. Okay. I'm going to give you the final two will be number one uh, in this house. So downstairs, this was the number one commercial. I'm Michael Sarah in human skin. Uh, is my passion, this was good. Which is why yeah. I developed this. Sarah Lee. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Can skin truly be this moisturized? Oh. Yeah. So there's a skin cream called CeraVe? Yeah. yeah. Let my cream hydrate. I'm a user. He's, he's so good. CeraVe. Yeah. Developed with Michael Sarah. V. We like? So my name is Sarah. And so there's it's perfect crossover opportunity. God, he, he grows this the perfect Michael Sarah beard too. Yeah. Like he's no, just that was such great. an encapsulation of Michael Sarah. He's that's very a, good at being Michael Sarah. Yes. That's that's <laughs> one of those where like I really want to just dap up the creative that thought why has nobody thought about this? We're Sarah yeah. V. Now, if you're Michael Sarah, you're like, I'm holding out for a little more money. It's a pretty big company, dude. It's probably owned by, I don't know. Just, I'm just saying. One you, of the who else are you going to get? Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. What's your other idea for your Super Bowl? Sarah commercial? Palin. <laughs> right. Um, some that I didn't uh, play, uh, or I'll just mention. I, I thought it was interesting. The Homes.com one, only because they have Jeff Goldblum at the end. For like a two-second cameo, and I know you love you some Goldblum. Oh yeah, and I'm just wondering, is there a pay scale? Like, obviously Jeff Goldblum's going to cost a lot, right? But he's not the whole ad. But like if I only Sarah. put him in for two seconds, yeah, 
do I get a discount on Goldblum? Probably, yeah. Like, how much of our of your time are we taking? Like, I real, you know, I'm fascinated by what people make. Yeah, and uh, obviously, we can publicize athletes. We can publicize what the commercials cost. But what is each guy that would? I really want to know what everybody gets paid for the amount of time. Like, what's uh, Lil Wayne get paid? Because he was in like 25 seconds of a commercial. Yeah, compared to. Uh, Goldblum for two seconds. And then finally... Well, Sam did tell us that when he has music and commercials, it is based on the time. Yeah, how long it runs. So maybe it is Or TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe by... Yeah. Interesting. So let me give you uh, voted number one by me after I watched them all this morning. And I think this is pretty... When I'm reading about it, it's... Everybody kind of likes it. Let's give you the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I don't think you should do this. Last year she came to my work. Somehow now post. I, show uh, her I can do. Jack Harlow's here. He's here. Ben Affleck. Flat on the track. What up, folks? <laughs> For your consideration, here comes the Boston Massacre. The Dunkies. <laughs> Touchdown, Tommy on them keys. Play coach. Let's Got see. it. I'm open. And needs no introduction, my partner. Sometimes it's really hard to be your friend. You said you were going to support me. Dunkies! Don't, don't go away. My heart, why you dunking me, girl? Why you dunking me? Dunkies! <laughs> my heart. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. Let's go. You're blinded by them pinstripes. Wrap it up. There goes Babe Ruth. Tom, you can stay. You remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? This is anything. Chill. They're naming a drink after us. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. Have you seen the four and a half minute? Of course. Okay, it's great. Yeah, the behind the scenes, or like the, it's almost like a little short film. Randomly, they've got Fat Joe there. Mm -hmm. I assume because of the Bronx connection with Jennifer Lopez, like they're both from the Bronx. Of course, you knew that, Dan. I thought they just both left Atlantic. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if she might have been at some point, but then you've got Touchdown Tommy. You've got, I mean, that's how did how much did that cost? That's a great commercial, though. It is a great. Commercial. I mean, I feel like it's getting the big buzz for yeah. Really, that or Sarah, I think, have been universally thought of as the best two. And that, yeah, once you then release the four minute thing after the Super Bowl, it's like. Get that Soch impressions. Yeah. I don't know if people talk enough about how weird the life and career of Ben Affleck has been. <laughs> like, he's been to rehab a couple times, and he's dated, has like, he? oh, yeah. You never seen that photo of, uh... Is that him, the cigarette, <clears throat> sad, beaten guy? Oh, standing yeah, out the, sure. That's the rehab? Okay. No, no, no. That's just him that's, dealing with life. That's a Thursday. Yeah. Okay, no, he's memed all over the place. Oh, yeah, there was a, there's a photo of him. I'm pretty sure Jennifer <laughs> Garner is either taking him to or picking him up from treatment. Oh, yeah. And they're in a jack-in-a-box drive through where he is clearly just, like, way out of it. And it's, like, noon. And now he's, like, all ripped again, and he's best friends with Matt Damon, and now he's remarried to Jennifer Lopez 20 Didn't years they wear later. Didn't win an Oscar when he was, like, 25 or something? Yeah. And, I mean, he's made some incredible stuff. Wasn't he on your Kim Spin list because he – didn't he dump Jennifer Garner as soon as he got out of rehab? Yes, and she, like, <laughs> took him there. It's kind of a Delaney situation, you know? 
Like someone supports you long enough for you to get into treatment. And then you're like, you know what I realized while I was in here? I hate you. <laughs> well, they probably tell you you got to make a lot of changes when you get out of here. Sure. You don't want to get the same old habits. But yeah, you know, from that to being hammered on the Armageddon did you get commentary. the? Did you get the uh, how do you like them donuts line, Blake? Yeah, how do you like them apples? Okay. Didn't know if you're familiar with that movie. Uh, I... I don't think I've ever seen it, but I'm aware of the reference. Oh. Okay, that's like my kids. They've never seen a movie. They just they've seen clips. They saw a TikTok, right? Yeah, I saw it on. I saw two segments of it on TBS one time. That's probably <laughs> it. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's the way it is. Okay, let's slide into then uh, webcast highlights. What we call it a webcast, a stream. What do we do Sunday? A stream. Okay. Uh oh. What? I'm just bracing. <laughs> no, oh, you're good, Ennis. Oh, oh, and by okay. the way, I will play this if you want to say. It's time for a dumb song. Mark the little timies. Interstitial. Not only marking the times, but we might say right now, things after this moment will be a little NSFW. NSFW. Just because. Yeah. If you're playing this, uh, you know, in the car with your kids or something, maybe you want to rethink that, or maybe you want to just quit being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we start with a montage. Uh, so we did a web stream. You could see us on uh, www. Wait, uh, it's it's YouTube. Yep. Dumb Zone. You could search the Dumb Zone mm-hmm. on YouTube, and our live stream. It should be right up there. Um, but our Super Bowl stream, this is a uh, montage put together by Video Man of uh, some of the fun moments. Oops. Go full camera shot. What the fuck? This, this Hold, on. Hold on. I better, I better lock that away. Is there anywhere safe I can do it? Or is there a... Does, <laughs> oh, A1, oh. A1, How did he get your lap? No. A1. Our next two guests on the Jenna Ryan show, it's Jake Kemp. <laughs> it's uh, A1, A1. Watts might be who you're looking for, Dan. Mustachioed lover. Oh! I think I should start drinking more. Shine. No, don't. You should. Don't. Absolutely, Dan. I have been drinking enough. Look how much fun don't. you're having. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Don't. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We're going to start doing live spots just for drinking. Got in Louise back there. Ooh, she touched her boob. She's touching yeah. boob. Make sure to get Brittany. Hey, everybody. Look, it's VJ Boyd. Woo! No shit. Are you serious? VJ. 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 Didn't say. Are you going downstairs? Bring uh, one chip with a bunch of cases. This is stupid. Oh, Here we go. Holy shit! Does does Purdy have three seconds left? Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Tons of big fights available left. That was fun. Yeah, how did Austin Guttery end up in your lap? I don't even know. You didn't even seem to care. You're just petting him. (laughs) He's he's our editor emeritus. Once the drinking got going, the chance. Oh, yeah. We just chance for anything. Yeah. 
So okay, let's go. Uh, let's make go out of order here. The uh, the cuss montage. Just since we're kind of in that mode of uh, so when Cash and Mike Soroy were here, and Cash had a prop bet on if Taylor Swift was caught cussing on camera during the game. So I don't know. There's all these caveats on it. Well, like it, it's just because that was like a big story the last couple times she was on camera. So anytime she did appear, he started yelling. <laughs> and as you'll find out here, this is about a 50 second clip and uh, she wasn't on that. She was, they only showed her for about 50 seconds of all the clips. Um, but then, so anytime, th- this is just a montage of that. Uh-oh. Say shit. Say holy shit. Cuss. <laughs> cuss. Cuss. Please. Please cuss. Oh, I need her to cuss. <laughs> now, who was that lady? How many prop bets do you have? <laughs> who is that? It looked like Tori Kelly. I, that, that's a real bet. If she cusses? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who's that pretty lady? Oh, I need her to cuss. I need her to cuss. <laughs> ah! MVP! MVP! One more yes. play. Yes. Say fuck, say fuck! Say fuck! Say fuck! Say fuck! Give me your phone. Tack it on! That's what I'm saying. Right, they got to score on this. What play. if she mouths the word midget? <laughs> How do we That's a curse. <laughs> yeah. That's a curse. <laughs> How do we handle that? That's Kelsey. Yeah. We got the We're doing it. We're doing Kelsey? the fucking Kelsey game winner. Oh my, oh my god. Cuss. 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 Holy shit. So ridiculous. <laughs> room of morons. <laughs> all right, like I said, this is all very NSFW. This next clip is as well. So this is um, this is why Jake didn't want to play this part. This is this is a uh, this is what it's like to watch a game with Jake. He eats it. Get off the field, he fucker. He eats it. Vinovich, you fuck. Oh, he is He's not short. short. He's short. You're yeah, short. Shit. Fuck you, bitch. He is not. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a freaking... Oh, my God. Flag him. Those are flag him. No. Those are flag. No. Okay. Those are goddamn flag. You got time. No, no, no. You got time to do it again. Bullshit. But you know that no, fucking DPI. No. 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 BJ's fucking up. No. Oh. What the fuck? That's right, man. <laughs> he threw your phone. Rachel Throw the forgot flag. who Ross was. Throw the goddamn flag. Is this how you watch Cowboys games, yeah. dude? Come no, it's on. much worse. Oh, oh worse. Way Come worse. On, <laughs> have you ever been told you have anger issues? <laughs> this is how he lets it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't, to be honest with you, but football gets me pretty... You look pretty intense there, man. I've... Yeah. Yeah, the phone throw. <laughs> I don't even know you. Just <laughs> and it also kind of applies to the Mavs, as Blake oh, has yeah. seen. <laughs> yeah, game 71. Yeah, but for the most part, that's what, exa- exactly, that's my outlet, as Blake said. Mm-hmm. Well, on the other side of the spectrum, when watching a game with Mike Soroy, it's just kind of like really fun and fun, uh, funny. It's uh, Well, here's here's a little montage of Mike Soroy. You have left and right talks on, but they're on. <laughs> I know. Dude, know. what a good Whoa. catch. I know. Is, is this, is this uh, some non... No, no, no. It, it, it bothers me. But. And is this the R? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for right. Besides, I wanted to see them beauties for a long time anyway. <laughs> Why don't you pop them socks off, Jay? <laughs> okay, Mike. That's my halftime show. I'm going to go get drink one. I don't know that I know. Ooh. We're yeah. just going to jam. You got a Zima downstairs? I'll travel the world Looking for something. Some of them want to use you. 
How you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the thing that's going on. Thanks. Uh, is this Mike or uh, uh, the other Roy? Yes. Hey, my name is. <laughs> it's a little it's truck. The funniest looking vehicle of all time. <laughs> that little it's truck was hilarious. It's a little truck. 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 It's To be clear, I have watched a game with him where he was pretty out of control in an anger standpoint. He just doesn't do it for... A Dolphins game? Dolphins game. I've seen Cash and Mav situations where he takes it pretty personally. But the difference is just... I mean, if you have a good friend trying to win back-to-back Super Bowls... Yeah. Patty. Yeah, Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, it it cuts a little close to home at times. Okay, and our final clip will be... Um... We can or can't watch the whole thing. This is nearly two minutes, but it's uh, just something I had never heard of before, but uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, let's play that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan, have we ever uh, told you about uh, Cash's idea for NFL offense? Go ahead. That there would just be a team that would run an entire offense that's just flea flicker based. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, so how the, does that go? Like, what are they going to do next? Well, you don't know when they're going to do it. Hey, yeah, the more you think so about, you've but got, if they're based on so the flea flicker, they're not. You've got counter run. Oh, sometimes got it's just a run. Yeah, sometimes it's just a run. But but if but if they run the flea flicker twelve times a game, yeah, okay. When it's just a run, it's called the fake flea flicker. Is this the time? Are they going to do it? You're constantly backing off as a run defense because you're worried that they're going to pitch it back and throw it. Mm-hmm. And the re- why can you ever drop back and not? Oh can yeah, you do of, a course, play oh, yeah of course. Of course you can. Okay, you're just saying that at least like five times a game you're going to flip. No, no, more no, than that. No, way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Once, five times, a couple times every series. Eighty percent of the offensive plays are flea flicker based. <laughs> okay, yeah. they could be a flea based. Okay, that play. That What's, fits into the that fits into the, uh, yeah. okay. the model. Yeah, it's anything all, it, is possible at any time. You're it's, doing flea flicker end arounds. Yes, it's, it's yeah. always yes. in the cards. It's not a trick play. No, the trick play is a regular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and does a regular. A Didn't fake, see so this coming. Shit. Will do a, a fake flea flicker would just be. A How run. would you even <laughs> stop a regular run when the flea flicker is okay? Always. <laughs> I think that's enough for us. You're paranoid. I get the point, but I thought that was. Yeah, no, that is that conversation has taken place at three or four a.m. Stone on vacation, wasted multiple times. That is such a great, such a great. Yeah, but yeah, like Cash is like, all right. Think about it. <laughs> and I'm like, about three minutes in, I'm like, oh, he's right. That would work. Well, a great uh, a great job by Video Man, for sure. Um, I thought a great job by all. Those are so much fun. We're trying to figure out our act, and I think one of the things is we're definitely going to keep doing those next year. For sure. we got to figure figure out a way to do it before then, though. We have to do Mavs yeah playoffs if there's a big Mavs playoff game or something like that. And it probably won't have the juice of a Cowboy playoff game or a Super Bowl, but we got to do something. Or do we just do a pickleball World Finals? No. Oh. Do we do like just a uh, you know? Well, uh, you could think of what sponsor you'd like to sell this to, but I don't know. Just a Tito Saturday night. Or yeah, <laughs> just yeah. A, uh, <laughs> that would be that would be an option. You know, just have a. You're probably stocked with booze for the next year. Oh my god! Have a you know? I, I think somebody grab a couple of those and take them with me. 
somebody suggested maybe we get Quaker City Nighthawks up here and we just play up here and they would do that. And we just have a, a little mini stream and just you know, do we Twitch? Do we just YouTube? I don't know. I feel like you're saying the options are unlimited. Would I be correct? Fairly, yeah. That's that's <laughs> just the way we are right now. Okay, so um, I actually have one more clip to play for you. Okay. He's reminding me of that. And uh, to to play that clip or to talk about that clip, uh, joining us now to celebrate her birthday tomorrow. You're not going to be here. It's uh, Jenna Ryan is Whoa, joining us now. What? Jenna Ryan. You may know her from... Oh, this will go well. And uh, Jake is not going to be here tomorrow. And so we were going to call you and pop you on tomorrow. But, like, uh, I know you had you thought amongst all of us, who's the cutest one here? <laughs> That's Jake. I'm... Jake, yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly Jake. Yes. I'm blushing. So you may know Jenna Ryan from her, uh, well, your news cycle. What was it, about last year, around this time? You were hot and heavy yes, in the news? I was, I, I, was it last year or was it the year before? I don't know, man. 2021. Okay. Uh, when you yeah. were released from prison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't do a lot of media at that point. I just turned it all off because that was just a really scary part. But I did come on y'all's show yeah. when I was released from prison. Right. So, y'all were the only one I did, really. Really? Was it because yeah. of was it because of Jake? Jesus. How cute he was. <laughs> I said yes, no. Right. No, That's no. That's the only reason I'm, I'm just, doing this. Jeez. Yeah. You, you don't know the self-esteem boost you gave him, by the <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah. That's what I'm here I for. Appreciate okay, it. I just wanted to play. Uh, we did a Super Bowl stream the other day, Jenna. You know when we did it? Oh. What? No. Do you know when we did it? No. During the Super Bowl. Yep. It was yeah. Oh, that, I that's a key. That, yeah. It's comedy. Yep. A, a key. All right, you better that shut makes- the. Uh, <laughs> let me play one clip. Can Jenna see it if we play the clip? Okay, from our Super Bowl streams. I brought you this. This was going to be thrown away. Oh, oh my God! What? Yes, <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> that's incredible. Jenna no. Ryan had a, a show at I'm not, I don't know anything. Okay, you could stop <laughs> it, Rob. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to you know, know what, what y'all said after that. No, 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 no. It's all good. All good things. Okay, good. Thank you. Yes, um, I missed doing that show. Yeah. So what? What, what was that? So iHeart hired you. Like, no, right, is I this right show. out of prison, in prison? Where are you during this? <laughs> so prison was one thing. I have a lot of things. Um, but what happened was, is I had a radio show for three and a half years on iHeartMedia, and they really made it very easy for me to do. They didn't pay me, but I was what? ready to be paid any minute. Um, they didn't pay me. I, I probably paid just a tiny bit to get on the get on the channel because they were really needing people. And I had a big audience or, you know, a decent audience for the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And I just loved doing shows and I got a lot of practice in doing it. Okay. And so I did it right there in that studio. All right. Nice. So they didn't pay you. I, I, that's what was going to be my next question. What was your enormous salary? And I'm a... Uh... Yeah, but, I paid like a hundred bucks. So. Oh, okay. Well, it's better yeah, than we're doing. Not great. Yeah, for you. We're just paying <laughs> lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. I I loved it. It was good for business and good to get out there and great experience. And 
I miss it. Um, hopefully, they'll have me back someday. Do you, okay. do you want this back? Yeah, we could get this back to you if you want to, like a, a piece of memorabilia. Well, I've changed my company um, to more a different color because hot pink. I just kind of <laughs> put that to rest, and so now I'm more blue. So y'all can keep that as memorabilia. All right. Historic, you know, crazy stuff. Now, uh, next January, uh-huh. <laughs> any plans? Any plans for January? For, uh, um, I don't know. A like trip just, to, like, the East Coast somewhere. Yeah, maybe mm. our nation's capital, our, you know. No. No redo? No, we're, not, more, no. we're not doing that again. We're never going to that location ever again, <laughs> and no. Okay. Keep me far from there. Yeah, just kind of chilling out, really trying to focus on, you know, selling houses. I would like to do something else in the media, something, you know, more positive, because um, there's a lot more to me than those crazy videos. Okay. Well, yeah, you but know? we liked them, though. That was fun. <laughs> you know? Y'all have fun with my, my image over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, whatever. So, yeah, is there any, like, Storming the Capitol type tie-in with your name of your business or no? Oh, yeah. Let's think about that. No, I wish I had something more, you know, I what I do. You do is, real estate, right? Know, I'm in real estate. Yeah. I sell real estate. It's called First Place Real Estate. I'm getting some really good listings. Um, I have a very large, enormous lawsuit um, going on right now in federal court against a certain humongous billion-dollar company, and I'm having to do all this litigation. I'm mm-hmm. representing myself, plus I have an attorney, and it's pretty crazy, but it's actually moving forward just to kind of deal with some of the crap I dealt with, and um, so that's going on, and then I'm selling houses, and I'm getting starting to get a lot of people who have the same belief system as me will hire me on their million dollar mansions or two million dollar mansions and then you know i i sold a house recently to someone who had a ukraine flag um it doesn't really matter everybody the people that are on the liberal side (laughs) okay they know who i am huh okay no i just find that funny so i I didn't know yeah so if you have a ukraine flag usually you would not be on board with them or what are we saying here well, I'm just saying that. Are you calling no, for I a mean, ceasefire? Both sides of the aisle. <laughs> okay. What about? Yeah. Well, what uh, I'm saying is, I have people that are like lit- liberal, and they will tell me that, and I know they're liberal. Dirty lips. And they don't yes. agree with anything I agree with or think. And we love each other anyway. And I'm selling houses to them, and they yeah. know me from the news. Okay. So they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Jenna Ryan." <laughs> and then the conservative people know me from being Jenna Ryan, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Jenna Ryan." So we have a happy. I'm doing okay. What finally. about in surreal estate? Oh yes, yes. Oh, there you yes. Go. That's free, know. Jenna. There you go. 1776 real estate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that one's a little more palatable probably. J6 is overdone, right? Yeah, yeah you can't do that. Yeah, no. well, I mean, technically, J6 is really still going down. Um, I'm pretty much involved. I'm pretty well involved with what's going on with all the um, the people yeah. that are being thrown in prison, like the Middletons. They just um, recently got convicted on all nine counts, and they're facing 50 years of prison. And they're like as normal as night and day. And they're, I mean, I'm not saying they're perfect, but. They're just anyway, taking a so tour, instead, right? 
Yeah, they were just, well, they didn't even go in. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't go in. But they're facing 50 years. There's something called the 1512 that the the D.C. is accusing people of, and that's like a 30-year prison sentence. And there's people getting some serious, serious time. And so mine was nothing. Mine was just a flash in a pan. And thank God I was, you know, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but if you look at the scope of things, thank God I wasn't in those other places. But now my heart just breaks for the. I mean, these people are did, fifty-five years old. Did you ever get to meet they, meet the guy with the horns and the, the, shaman, the painted the face? Shaman. Yeah, the shaman. Yeah, hilarious. I mean, this guy is a shaman. Yeah, like of all people to be arrested for insurrection, a shaman. Wow, really? I mean, if you talk to him, he is literally. He's like peace, and you know. The aura, and he's a shaman. It's were like, that's so were you in like a ladies' prison? All ladies? I was. Okay, I was in. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I just want you to slow down and tell us about it. Okay. Okay. We got to do this. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, anyway, Jenna Ryan, I wanted to thank you for being here um, and uh, wish you a happy birthday. Yeah. The great thank Jenna you. Ryan is. Uh, happy you. birthday, Jenna. What? Twenty nine and holding. What are we going with? I'm I'm forty two and holding. Okay, yes. we're up to that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to you. And uh, if we have any other ideas, Jake, we'll throw them your way. For sure. Yeah. For uh, you know, real estate names, whatever. Yeah. And if you find, yeah. hey, I'll if you find it. a uh, a cheaply priced uh, like a studio where you could do radio recordings, like podcast recordings, we're interested. Text Me Blake. too. For Let's- real. Y'all oh, okay. should have me on your show more often. We can share. Yeah. Maybe we'll just split the studio cost. <laughs> Yeah. Once you win sure. that lawsuit, y'all need, some, y'all, yeah. need some, y'all need some estrogen on there. Once you win that lawsuit, then we got yeah. something going. I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. Have me on. Well, thanks, Jenna Ryan. Thank you for your time. Thank y'all. Bye. Have a Bye, blessed Jenna. day. All right. Bye. There she is. What's wrong well, with we, you two? We got to the bottom of where that came from. The Jenna Ryan show. That's now rebranded to a blue color. All I'm trying to think about is new names. I know, isn't it fun? A bunch we're of trying to give tonight. you a little gift on your way out the door. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you, that. You don't seem to be appreciative. No, I do. I certainly do. I certainly do. I, I just, you know, to me, it's just I can't believe you guys would platform. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Isn't that what we got hit with last time? <sighs> Probably. Yeah. I'm just trying to have fun. Trying to be a little riot real estate. Okay. I'll come up with some more. Yeah, work on that for the next, well, I will. 366 days, and we'll uh, call her on her birthday again. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, but it'll be a Saturday. We'll have to wait a couple years. That's when we're doing our Saturday night stream. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah. Man, I'm distracted now, because there's got to be a bunch of them out there. Okay, anyways. Uh, here's Mahomes hungover. Uh, on CNN on Tuesday as he's uh, the image is kind of funnier to be honest with you you should probably look it up if you haven't seen it Uh, but he's at Disneyland and they have like a you know a little backdrop set up for him to do 10 minutes with CNN his eyes are barely open he's got two kids probably been busting his ass all day he's he clearly has not slept at all because the kids are not appreciative of him winning the Super Bowl of course not (laughs) Of course not. And he gets asked an insane question about Joe Biden, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. One of the biggest storylines of the season was off the field 
with Taylor Swift and Travis. And I wonder for you, as somebody who's been with this team, uh, who it sounds like you keep your head down, you play football, what has the Swift effect been like for you personally and for the team? That question. I think it's been cool, honestly. It's been <laughs> extremely cool. I mean, to see the the support that comes with the Swifties and and how they how they really embraced us in Chase Kingdom and they kind of combined together. Um, I, I'm all about growing football, and uh, Taylor's a great role model of someone uh, who does is great at her profession. And I'm glad that she loves football as much as everybody else now. And we brought a new fan base to uh, to the Chase Kingdom. Yeah, I mean that new fan base probably involves a lot of young girls. I, my my daughter is two and a half. She was watching the game last night, having a blast. And terrible I'm, point. I know you yeah. have a young daughter too. This is a two and a half year old who knows who Taylor Swift is. That two and a half year old was having a blast because anything was on if, TV because and it, like was, a, it was awake. There was a a flash of color. Yeah, yeah. Like I heard my daughter say That's Taylor Swift's thing. name last week for the first time. She's five. And she still doesn't really have doesn't any have any idea. She's just heard means. the word before. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter's really you know, she actually bought uh NFL Game Pass last night <laughs> on her tablet. Yeah. Do you think that this is a good moment for little girls like your own and maybe her friends and what they might be able to take out of football as they get older? One hundred percent. What a terrible to thing. To, uh, bring girls and their fathers together or whatever that is and um, get, have those family moments that I had growing up um, it, I think it's special uh, it really is special and uh, I'm, my daughter obviously loves football and loves watching it but I want I want other other girls around the world or, or whoever to really watch it with their family and watch football and really see him trying to, he's is. trying to be a nice guy he's like, trying to be a nice guy but he's also questions. like just get me like out these of questions here. Already, you know, Get my daughter's my daughter's two and a half, and uh, she couldn't believe that <laughs> Shanahan chose to take, <laughs> to take the, the ball. ball in uh, overtime. Yeah, she's yelling about the new rules. <laughs> I guess the Biden part wasn't in there, but in any case, you could just tell he's like, I don't know, man. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yes. I think I saw a little clip where she asked him. Yeah, then she followed that those dumb questions with, uh, "What do you think about the conspiracy? Yeah, that Biden did, rigged the Super Bowl. Did Biden set it up? And he, like, he totally uh, just pretty much deflected. Yeah, right. yeah, he didn't give much of an answer. But he should have walked off like Dana White. Was that staged? Have you guys seen that viral? Yeah, video where he was somehow he's on a podcast of Howie Mandel. Yeah, and Felt Howie staged. Man, Howie Mandel is introducing him, and then Dana White just got up and walked off. Yeah, I don't know. And it wasn't like a conflict. He was telling him how great he was, and then Dana White was like, I appreciate that, but uh, I can't tell you how sick of doing podcasts I am. And he just gets up and walks off. It's it feels really like weird visual. If it's staged, it's a good idea because it kind of went viral. But I didn't know Howie Mandel had a podcast. I'm not, yeah, both so now, all of those things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to play this as a palate cleanser. And for, if he staged it to say, don't invite me on your podcast. Also true. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play this just as a palate cleanser for uh, the me and Soroy's dynamic of just being hammeronied uh, during the Super Bowl. I don't think either one of us can touch this. You may remember that many years ago, Jason Kelsey uh, kind of won the Super Bowl uh, parade when the Eagles uh, won their title. He's wearing like a king. He's wearing like a crown and like a king's robe. So Soroy's a full hand clapper. Oh, yeah. He's. Seeing. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. He's wearing all white like he didn't want. 
And of course, we've seen uh, it's Miami. <laughs> of course, we've seen uh, Travis Kelsey and some of his parade appearances be pretty over the top. But I'm not sure that I've ever heard anything like this. No, 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 we ain't done yet. It's one guy that's needed. His name is Big Daddy Travis Kelsey. This is uh, one of his teammates introducing Travis. <laughs> Band starts playing. I want everybody a part of this thing. Oh my god. If you know this song, sing along. (laughs) Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. Okay. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they see there. And I saw the surprise, that fear in their eyes. And we took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne. Now he's calling Mahomes up there. When I took, and I toasted you. Honey, we threw what I never. What? (laughs) (laughs) I got friends. Get a pass for that is, I don't know, man. That's worse than Brett Hole. I was gonna say very Brett Hole. <laughs> Brett Hole is bad, but I feel like that's worse. So that was yesterday, right? Uh, yeah. So Mahomes went Vegas, Disneyland, KC, back to KC for the parade. Dude, yeah. That guy's gotta be whipped. Yeah. And I and you have three drinks and you're done. And I know that like they've got a lot I'm, of help. I'm still feeling it. I know they've got a lot of help with the kids and stuff, but I also think that. You know, we underestimate how much, like, the sports wife is like, well, it's off-season now, so tap in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, again, you got a chef. I'm sure you have a nanny, but they're they're like, now's my time. Mm-hmm. I got a little girl's trip planned. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, similar, yeah, more severe than what happened at the Rangers parade, but uh, there was a shooting at the parade in Kansas City yesterday. One person... Uh, dead. I believe at least 11 other people shot. 22 people were injured. And some of that might have been from, well, it definitely was. About half those people were from like the stampede that was caused by gunshots and by gunfire in a crowd of hundreds of thousands of people. It almost just seems like you kind of, I mean, this is depressing, but I've kind of been in this mode for a long time now and it makes people upset. But I feel like it's actually a, an easier coping mechanism than being like, something's got to change. I just assume now. That there's going to be a shooting at, yeah. s- at every big event? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, you know, probably once a month at a school. So, I don't know. It seems like th- those are your only two options. Because obviously nothing's going to change. Um, so you you have one of those two choices of being like, this is just so sad. Something has to change. Okay, well, that path ends right there. Or you can say, probably any time you get half a million Americans or fifty to 100,000 Americans together in one place, a few people are going to get shot. Especially if it's like a celebratory <coughs> thing where alcohol is involved. And apparently this was uh, born out of a fight, in fact, between like two juveniles. Um, it's, it just feels like it's going to happen. Yeah, and for some reason... 
I'm a weirdo, and I enjoy seeing when... <laughs> Yesterday, it was some nerdy sports guy I follow who, who covers Cleveland sports. Like, I knew him when I worked there. And uh, that's when he decided he's going to jump into the fray. Of course. And, you know, I'm going to give my opinion now on that this is bad. Like, oh. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. You're now... And uh, then just to, to look at the replies, just to look at the replies <laughs> yeah. and, you know, a couple of amens and more of, yeah, well, would you rather live in Russia or, so, you know, just whatever. Although Russia now, it's like a thing that like that's cool, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I'm, it's very I'm confused about it all, but I'm 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 almost watching it like I watched uh, sometimes would watch the kids growing up like I would do it detached. As like I'm a, uh, I'm an analyst, yep. I'm a scientist. I'm watching this, and it's it's very interesting. You you do that. Uh, that seems real illogical and idiotic, but uh, and so I'm just watching it as like you said. You, I'm not watching it and, and offering an opinion or jumping into the fray because it doesn't matter if I did. Right. So now I'm watching it just as a social experiment and wondering how does this all a sociologist how does this work in how does this look in 50 years how will somebody look back at all of this and try to analyze yeah what's been going on it's uh it's fun it's definitely weird Uh, the woman who was killed in the uh, shooting was a uh, radio DJ in Kansas City Lisa Lopez Galvin she was Mm -hmm. the host of a show called Taste of Tejano least. What? What's her name? No. I'm just Dude. asking the name. <clears throat> There's got to be a line somewhere. She's dead. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you said she was shot. She's the one person who was killed. Mm. Like that would stop you. The difference between critically wounded and already under the guise of a mortician. Anyways, the one thing I was going to say is it, it is funny to me, um, and I probably say this too much, and I, I'm not trying to like pander, but I, I do still listen to the ticket, obviously, every day. And I was listening to the Musers talk about this this morning, and they had like a really good segment on, you know, crowds and parades, and are we going to stop doing this, and is it too much uh, danger? And I feel like everybody has to give this caveat, and I think in this case it was Junior who's like, uh, you know, it is the greatest country on earth, but we have so many things that we need to address in a serious way. Why does everybody feel the need to say it's the greatest country on earth? Um, like, isn't it possible that it's... Are we sure? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you does been to everybody every country? just say that? Or like you could just look at like some statistics. Like is Canada better? I mean, I don't could know, be. but it feels like you're obliged to say, or obligated rather to say now, before you criticize anything. And he's not doing anything that I haven't heard. I've probably done it before. Sure. No, I kind of think it. But, eh, you know, I mean. Like, it's the greatest like country, a, but could the health care be better? Have, pretty, pretty have, like, uh, It's the greatest country. Could the uh, court system be we better? We have a pretty. It's the greatest country. Could the election Pretty rough be uh, economic the, inequality situation. Yeah, uh, but it's the greatest. But that's, a, I just think it's weird yeah, that everybody no. feels like they have to say. No. It, but everybody does. Right, left, center, whatever has to say. Yeah. Before I say some things that I think should be different, I just want everybody to know 
I think this is the best place that's ever existed in the history of the world, and certainly on You're the current. Probably trying to preempt the. Uh, well, then leave. Well, then leave. Yeah, for sure. You don't like it? Get out. Well, then you can always throw the uh, the counter argument is well that's what makes it great the ability to debate and to freely yeah, blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Did eh. you guys know that they'll give a C section to an ape? What? The Fort Worth Zoo is celebrating the birth of a new baby gorilla. Uh, do apes do it? Yeah, they have their like, little <laughs> surgical masks on. Yeah. <laughs> little coats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make them figure it out. <laughs> and then, like, the funniest part about uh, this scene in, from the one in Fort Worth is that uh, the ape who had the C-section performed on her is now in crushing debt. Yeah. Like, she, she's bankrupt. Bills just keep coming to her enclosure. Look, this is the greatest zoo in the world. It's however. the greatest zoo in the world, however. But yeah. This uh, occurred last month at, at the Fort Worth Zoo. They actually will do an emergency cesarean birth for a gorilla. It was early. Are all C-sections emergency? No, I guess some are planned, right? Um, Yeah, because spe- yeah. if you've had one. <laughs> then you got to go back to that? I think so. Because it's like they... After you have it, they just install a zipper. It's a Velcro, I think. Yeah, and they just can open it right up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. My wife had a C-section. Yeah, we did it for the second one. I was in there, baby. Watching those intestines get pulled out. Gross. Put over on a little tray. Did they let you make the first incision like they did for me? They did not. I was yeah. not asked that question. And then uh, the cool thing is you got to have a photographer there. and It's like when you're... Um, they actually, for us, they did it like when we cut the uh, cake, the wedding cake. We both put our hand on the knife, and then or the scalpel, they call it. And then, yes, we got to make the cut together. It was great. It's beautiful. I, I do remember thinking, like, I was getting the vibe that the doctors in that particular room were like, why does he want to see this so bad? You know, because they're like, guys faint. They told yeah, me I didn't want to see any too, of that. And I was like, hey. They were like, hey, you can stay up here. And I was like, I'm not staying up here. I was like, like, I'm heading well, right down to South America. Well, you can take s- your hand out of your pants. <laughs> 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 and our final bit of, uh, of animal news, and I suppose our last bit of news for the day is, have you guys seen what happened with these Arlington coyote attacks? I uh, saw a headline. Three kids. Uh, involved in biting incidents, which I suppose just means they were bit. Yeah. Uh, over the last couple of days, they found they found it this morning, around seven thirty a.m. The coyote, and he is. They're sure it's him. Yeah. How? Um. Teeth mark. <coughs> Whoa. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But he also could be getting. You know. I mean, look, it's. The greatest park in Arlington, but sometimes maybe their justice system. Right. And I thought it was weird, too. Like, the city of Arlington posted a photo of this terrified poor creature in the back of the, you know, truck they put him in. Not Okay, not the squad car? No, <laughs> but it kind of looks like that, though. <laughs> it's all beaten. They're going to kill him, right? Probably. Oh, yeah. He's it already says, dead. Yeah, Ooh. the coyote will be humanized, uh, humanely euthanized. They don't let the kids get their retribution, or at least watch. Stone him like a. Oh, now I feel for him. Murder victims' family. Yeah, yeah he the looks, last meal. He, he looks, looks terrified. No, he looks sad. And you know what they're gonna do, don't you? They built that park on his land. You know, cut his head off. 
Send it to Austin. Says uh, he will be transported to Texas Health and Human Services in Austin for rabies testing. Yeah, I mean, it's sad because, and you see this particularly up in like the northern burbs. And, you know, it kind of relates to what we were talking about the other day of like the Metroplex stretching all the way to Oklahoma City. Like those coyotes have to go, they have to go somewhere. And where they end up is your neighborhood. Yeah. And that was the bad thing about the pandemic was everyone was starting to adventure outdoors. Yeah. And you're like realizing like, oh my God. Yeah. There's wild Blake just said here. that was the bad thing about the pandemic. That was, there was well, a couple, but that was probably the, that was the biggest the 1. one. 1.3 million sure. American deaths, the, not well, destruction le- of the economy. Now there's less traffic. And that was a buying opportunity. It wasn't bad for the economy. Fair. You're the you're the finance guy here, Doge man. Do you guys think you could take on like a twenty pound coyote? And by take on I mean could you kill it before it killed you? Like if you had to fight it to the death. Like so think about this, Dan. You just saw my dog the other day. It weighs eighty pounds. Think twenty of, pounds, huh? And then how how high up do you think you could go before Because Kip's like ten. So double you kip You take Kip. Coyote Kip? 20 pounds? I mean, you're just kicking. You're going to have, but it's going to bite your leg 100%. And it also probably has a little bit of a leaping ability. I think I could do a 20 pounder. Like, you would have to just, like, probably crush its larynx, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm not going to look good after it. But the problem is, for you to kill it, you're going to have to get so close to its mouth. And what if, like, one of the times you miss and it just, it's a vein. Well, if I'm just kicking. Okay, so I can't I have a bat? No, 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 no. No. In fact, you're naked. <laughs> okay, we're both naked. Coyote's, Coyote's naked. laughing at you. Yeah. He's like, really? Can't believe it's that Show small. or not a grower, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> He'd just walk away like, dude, you got enough problems Come on. here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you. Yeah, I think Dan could take a 20-pounder. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, though. I also react very poorly to any pain. So, like, if he got me a little, then I'm just start crying. I don't think I react poorly to pain, but I do react poorly to blood. Yet, you're down there staring at your wife's innards. What? I mean... Not his. Not mine. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Got a zen in. <laughs> <laughs> There's your news. Tweeting. I can't believe that's all the news you got. What the? F- we did cut into news time with Jenna Ryan. We did that. That was like four <laughs> stories. I know, but tomorrow we might have to cover Sports Mayor. You guys can do Sports Mayor tomorrow. See, he's getting divorced. You want to do it right now? We can it's do it right now. Dumb news. Like my one comment subscribe. on that is: Yeah, give your comment because you're going to be gone for the next three weeks. You're not going to be back till Wednesday. That's correct. We'll do a show on next business Wednesday. I think uh, I think it sucks that people's divorces have to be so public. Like, obviously, the guy did whatever he did. Maybe she did something. Maybe they were, like, separated or something at the time. And, like, just trying to explain that to the public to me. Like, I had a buddy, Blake. Yeah. And uh, he got divorced. And just, like, his family's in court and her family's there and... She's got, like, his internet search history, like, 
given oh. to his law- uh, her lawyer and a photo of a weed pipe. <laughs> and she's like, he's a druggie. You know, and it's just That's like, grounds for divorced? Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Those two things. I, I don't know. I feel like people should be able to handle stuff like that behind closed doors. <clears throat> well, you're so sensitive. The Dumb Zone presents... You're so worried about sports mayor and, and divorce. Or are you worried about your <laughs> search history being revealed someday? Yeah. Have we been going a long time? I bet it's we have. It's been a very long time. Yeah, we have. So what do, are you, we at? do your little birthdays. <laughs> what are we at? Uh, like 210. Okay. I'll get this over quick then. It's Thursday, February 15th. See, I knew we had a lot of stuff today, but then you were going to be gone and then we could get her on. <laughs> Jeez. Are you upset about that? No, I'm not. I mean, I can tell you this. Nobody's going to yell at us about it this time. <laughs> it's like when you ask your wife something. Are you upset? No, no, no. Fine. I do Great. think that it was the day I earned your trust, though. <laughs> don't say anything else. <laughs> so it's Thursday, February 15th. We are recording this live to tape from high atop my garage. We're even on YouTube today if you're listening to the audio and you want to go check us out on the tube. YouTube. On this day in 1798, there was a feud between two members of the U.S. House of Representatives. A duel. This feud boiled over as Roger uh, Griswold of Connecticut used a cane to attack Vermont's Matthew Lyon. Okay, I was thinking Burr. He defended himself with a set of tongs. What? Yeah, just lying around? Well, I think they were uh, for fire. Because I looked this up before and I was like, what are you... you, you?" Yeah. Making quiche or something like? Why did you just? No, I, be- I believe it's like a like a two pronged fire poker type okay. thing. Okay, that's the real deal. Yeah, exactly. Like eats he's t- plastic tongs. Yeah, no. yeah. So Griswold was upset because the house did not expel Lion. Lion two weeks prior had spit tobacco juice in Griswold's face. Damn. And then he's like, "Well, you got to kick him out for that untoward behavior," and they did not. That's enough to. Yeah. Get attacked with a cane. Yeah. I think. That's bad. On this day in 1856, a ship departed from Africa for Indianola, Texas. The ship was carrying 65 camels. The U.S. military wanted to test using camels transporting supplies in the uh, Texas heat. And apparently it didn't work out, or else we'd see tons of camels, wouldn't we? Uh, it did not work out, and I believe there's a chance that a guest that we're having next week who is a history professor has some insight on this. I've read his writing on this before. We have a guest next week? Next Friday. Oh. The, uh, the book guy. I don't remember. Professor, Animal Fights. He's great. You're going to love it. Okay. I'm in. Uh, on this day in 1879, President Rutherford B. B. Hayes signed a bill which allowed female attorneys to argue cases before the Supreme Court. What year? 1879. That's a lot earlier than I would have thought. Like, you can't vote? Yeah. Right. On this day in 1987... In Is Golf Too Soft News, Craig Stadler disqualified from the Andy Williams Open when he knelt on a towel to make a shot. Apparently, that's against the rules. 
So if you kneel without the towel? Yes, then it's fine. That's ridiculous. But like you use something to hmm. stabilize it? I don't know. Again, that's, golf. It's ridiculous. You guys should do some uh, waste management stuff tomorrow. I'm going to produce your show. Okay. Do you tune in? I mean, I've seen all the clips of everybody acting like Shooter McGavin. Yeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to putt? How am I supposed to chip? That's interesting that you would say that because we have uh, today's birthday. You know, tomorrow's birthday is. You already know one. Yeah. But today, actor Christopher McDonald is 69. Is that him? Isn't that Shooter McGavin? Wow. From Happy Gilmore? I think everybody knew. Oh, well. I'll bet you oh, somebody yeah. listening did not. You think there's somebody listening who did didn't not know. know that Shooter McGavin is from Happy Gilmore? That's right. There's no. a 0% chance. Yeah. Actually, because my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter listens. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, he's in Greece? He's had quite the wheels-off existence. I've been told by people who have run into him, like in Vegas or wherever, that, I mean, he's just doing Shooter, like, all the time. Is that him on Twitter? I don't know if he actually runs that account or not. It's a great account. Because it feels like it is. But and I want to believe it is. He goes, Book him. He goes really hard. He won't. Or at least used to. How? And like if you ask him, he'll give you a little shooter. That's great. Uh, current Maverick, Derek Jones Jr., 27. Who's Good. Derek Jones Sr.? Do we know? My neighbor, I had a neighbor named Derek Jones growing up who got bit by his dog the first week they moved in. Maybe it's him. Probably. Willie Gay is 26. Chiefs linebacker. He was passed out with a bottle of Hennessy next to him at the Chiefs parade. Really? Yeah. I tried, Have you seen this picture? I tried to find better, like, longer audio of it. I saw a picture of someone. Like, I just thought Dude, that was a bit. He is in the street, shirtless, laying down with a bottle of Hennessy. That's great. And there's a news reporter that runs up to him, and she cuts it off after about 10 seconds, from what I could tell. To protect him? Yeah. And their license. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See the bottle next to him? <laughs> and he's just all effing ripped. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> How come I can't be ripped and passed out? <laughs> he took his shoes off. He I did. Didn't, I didn't he, catch he, that the He first definitely time. has his shoes off. Like, and they're, like, not really by his feet, right? <laughs> no, they're but they're like neatly up. placed yeah. next to the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Former Ranger Ugeth Urbina. Urbina. Urbina is 50. Now, is he the guy with six fingers and six toes? El Pulpo. On each... I think we do this every year. We we do it for about three guys and every year. He also served prison time, much like one of our uh, guests today. <laughs> yeah, but it was for uh, murder, I think, in South America somewhere. Yeah, that's how we got the farmers drop. Antonio Alfonseca. That's the six finger. Yeah. Uh, Matt Grandig is seventy. Simpsons. Megan the <laughs> Stallion is 29. <laughs> and Larry Yount is 60, or excuse me, 76. Larry Yount is, of course, Robin's brother. You know this story, Blake? Uh, no. It's, it's a sad one. <laughs> Larry Yount is the only major league pitcher in history to be credited with a pitching appearance without facing a batter. So he was a top, uh, he was a prospect, and he was brought up 
when rosters were expanded in September 1971, they expected to get him his feet wet and then he'll yeah. be a good player in the future. Well, just during the warm-ups, warm-up pitches, he left. He got injured like he did oh. something to his arm. And apparently the rule is that if you are announced as being in the game, you must face one batter except in the case of injury. But if you were announced, you get credit for playing one playing in the game, even though you didn't face a batter. So he actually has one appearance, but he never faced anyone. And that's his whole – He, okay, never, so he then, never came he back. He never played again. Yeah. <laughs> that injury uh, ruined his career. That's about okay. the worst sports story I can imagine. For real. Like you work your whole life to And get... he was a big top prospect. I he was at least, you know, for the, really good. For the story, let's say he was He was basically uh, the, the best yeah. prospect in, in fifty years. He and on the, the other hand, his brother is like a sure first ballot Hall of Famer that yeah. he just has to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what it'd be like to watch your much more lucky and successful <laughs> brother get brother. hurt. <laughs> and uh, we'll give you one dead. Uh, we'll give you uh, born on this day. They're not alive anymore, but it is Chris Farley, uh, Tommy Boy. If if you want me to just tell people what they already know, yeah, that was- might have been the first one that really really messed me up. And that doesn't, there haven't been many, you know. But that one, that one affected me. When he died? Yeah, dude. You ever seen Almost Heroes? Or is it Last Heroes? No. I don't know what that is. It's the last one he made with uh, Matthew Perry. What if he didn't die? He got, got cleaned up. He got ripped. Like he did a. That'd be tough. Pulled a Drew Carey or a. Uh, uh, Jonah. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. got skinny. Yeah. Is it better just to die while you're at the peak of being fat and funny? <laughs> Doing what he loved. Right. right? Coke. Speedball. Speed yeah. Yeah. He'd be touring now and. He'd be asking for interviews, and you'd say, I don't know. Doing a <laughs> casino in Oklahoma. You'd have him in studio, but then like you're like wondering when he's going to leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, he ends up being, as Brian Curtis would say, a Tuesday guy on Radio yeah. Row. Yeah. Oh, there's it's Farley again. Yeah. He's here for CBD. <laughs> Once again. And that was Today in History. Would you like to offer closing remarks, knowing that you're not going to be here until next Wednesday? You know, not really, other than the fact that uh, I haven't really thought about this, because we're just going to like a resort, uh, as we talked about earlier. Typically, we're, we go somewhere and we want to like kind of get out in the streets, you know, eat cheap $2 food that the locals eat. So I didn't really think about this, but this morning my wife was uh, working on a will, like an online will. Whoa. And I was like, what the f- what's the deal? You know, I know we need to do this, but why now? And she's like, well, I don't know. Going to Mexico. 
So now I'm worried. Like, uh, now I'm like a little bit worried, you know, because she knows way more about what I didn't have anything to do with this. Like, you think she's plotting your death, or you're just? So, I just think there's something. She has a, a premonition. Little, I don't know. Something. Can I have the cat if you guys die? Absolutely. My mom w- would not want the cat. Are the kids going? No. What would uh would Nora be upset if I took the cat? Well, you have to take her too. Can I take Carter? Yeah. That would work well. Okay. Him and your boy would be Yeah. They'd be fun together. Can I euthanize the dog? Uh no, please don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't care though. You're no, dead. I can do whatever. Yeah, it's got a torn ACL. You don't want that. Two. I said I want I'm gonna euthanize it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it adds to it. Yeah. You're actually doing the dog a favor. But like yeah. I remember reading stories just a couple years ago about people that were in resort towns and like cartels were uh battling each other from like jet skis. Like they were like <laughs> zooming up to the beach and shooting at people and i've never been afraid of anywhere that i've traveled i've never you know i was in the middle of the desert and you know near the border of yemen and i was just like eh, whatever and now i'm like old and have kids and my wife's making wills and i'm like am i, <laughs> am I yeah, you know here? you know my bad reason for never having a will because then you would die because i thought yeah then i'm it's like i'm <laughs> The world would say, "Okay, you've you've planned. You've got for this. your affairs in order." Yeah, and so my affairs are not in order. So I don't think that you know the universe will let me die until that's the case. What do you guys got on the show tomorrow? A very special fill-in co-host that might be so good, we're not sure Jake will even be welcome back next Wednesday. I would appreciate that as just a fan of the show. Whatever makes the product better. Yeah, you're still a shareholder. He's getting paid enough. All right. Adios, mofo. Dragon Den Productions. Yes! Bringing you some dumb shit. Got this show dropping at three. That's all right, all right with me. I've been waiting all damn day. Is Sinbad still a thing? Where's my Cajun seasoning? You know, it's life to take. And there's dumb I've got the Dom Zone in my ears And the Dom Zone Makes my work day weird (laughs) It's Dan and Blake and Jake Got no puppet on the brain No puppet, no puppet, no motherfucking Got the Cowboys and the news How embarrassing for you, you know It's life to take And the Dom Zone I've got the dumb zone in my ears And the dumb zone Makes my workout weird Yeah, we're high atop Dance garage Yeah, we're high atop Dance garage Said we're high atop Dance garage Said we're high atop Dance garage And the dumb zone I've got the Dom Zone in my ear. Danny ended up with 333 yards. Makes my workout weird. No puppet, no puppet, no motherfucking puppet. Said no puppet, no puppet, no motherfucking puppet. Yeah, no puppet, no puppet, no motherfucking puppet. Said no puppet, no puppet. Dump that, Blake. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, 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 Caitlin. I love you guys. Yippee, I, Kaye. Hell yeah.